show coming from the rack store. Bet is packing and making a backflow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take all so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the rack. Oh, excuse me, no, go ahead, go ahead. Good morning, Rack FM. Today is Saturday, May 6, 2023, and this is the Rack FM Emporium Beta Showcase. I'm Finn, I'm introducing the show now. Bruce, why don't you go ahead and introduce the devs? Here comes the devs. So if you have any questions, I think that would be they would be able to solve it right away. Hey, Mal, welcome up, raccoon. Oh, I'm getting rugged. Is, hey, wait a minute, are the raccoons here? I have to. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to put this in the comments. I can literally see myself from raccoon. Uh, honest, the minute Sandy started talking, I got rugged. But oh. there's some shit happening. Go and look in the. Go and look down below in the chat. They are. I've just posted, like I can say, anywhere. Without further ado, Mr. Mall in the fucking red corner. Hmm? Fucking reigning champion blockchain quarter of the world right now. I mean, they are. these guys are like literally flipping shit everywhere. The raccoons are everywhere right now. So, uh, Mall, are you all right, my friend? Hey, good afternoon. Yeah, it's doing pretty well. I just catch it a, bit, a little cold yesterday, I think, because I didn't have much sleep, but uh, doing pretty well. The lunch went exactly like we thought, but uh, very excited to, to have this lunch. It's, there's a couple of small things that we launched that you guys will discover. Like the, We're very happy about like the, uh, the profile thing. So now you can send messages between people. I think it's not 100% clear how to do it, but we're going to clarify it but uh, very excited to see people making offers in different denominations like uh, Osmo or Well on the uh, marketplace so yeah we're very happy hey, right Mol come on then quick question uh, from where you sat or where you were a year ago how happy are you with your performance development uh, output etc etc like personally I mean no, no one's here to judge you like, could, could you, do you think you could have done more? Do you think you haven't done enough? Like, uh, how do you feel, bro? Because we, we're in shock at how much you've done. But, like, how do you feel? To, to be entirely honest, if, if we go back to uh, February 2022, <laughs> I would never expect it to, to be able, like, because basically we're just, like, just two guys, two devs working on this, and then we have you guys in the community supporting us. But at the end of the day, we're always working on it but we never expected we'll be able to do something like this. Because 
just the the Emporium NFT marketplace, like it took a lot of, a lot of time, and we worked on different things at the same time. I don't know what happened, but we've been able to do it, so we're very happy about it. It looks like somebody bought all the Genesis backgrounds really quick. Uh, but I, I want to talk. I want to talk more though about Raccoon as a service, right? And uh, obviously, there's the next stage, the next evolutionary stage will be AI as a service, right? But so we were talking more about AI as a service. Uh, sorry, R A A S Raccoon as a service. Yeah, like twelve months ago. And now, when you look at the Stargate situation and stuff, right, it's coming to fruition. And obviously, what you're doing tonight, it's just more proof of concept. Uh, will there be more of this where you guys might have an opportunity to be able to like be either employed or be funded by community grants where you can just go and build like cool shit? Is that right? Yeah, exactly. I think you did a very nice summary right there because. What happened like in the, like, for example, yesterday, we were just on a call speaking with the guys from uh, Stargaze because we did the uh, open edition mentor with them. And we were just speaking with the devs there, like to, to make some changes on the, on the uh, open edition mentor that we did. But like so far, it's exactly what they wanted. There's just a few fixes. So we're working on this. We're working on Wawa. We're working on the Raccoon Bet. And then we also announced the partnership with Wild Whale. So I feel like it's a very nice combination of different things. We're able to work on games, which is like the thing that's very fun to do. And then we're able to like work on different other things to for the community and then build with other, let's say, chains or ecosystems. So I think it's a very nice like way of diversifying what we do. But I th I would say like it's for now, I think it's the best fit to just uh, work with a lot of people. It's very it's much more like fun to do, like work with different people because People always have like different ideas and stuff like that, and that's what we like. Yeah, yeah, Mol, but I'm just plugging the phone in, by the way. I've got like 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, but Mol, how much has anonymity uh, hindered this process, dude? Uh, what do you mean by, by this question? I, I'm not quite oh, sure. Sorry, I meant, yeah. sorry, dude, I'm, I'm changing, like, I'm getting the phone on the charge and I'm trying to ask the right question. Like, uh, so you're an anonymous team, obviously, like, anonymity has been a big thing with Raccoon. Uh, these like developments, these partnerships, engagements, has anything been hindered by the anonymity or is everything like being cool? Uh, to be honest, like the at some point there was some issue because uh, of this, like because we're not the docs team. And the only reason why we're not docs is because we're leveraging gambling on Raccoon Bet. And like to be fully legit in almost any countries in the world. Like you need a license to do this. And this is the only reason why, because if it wasn't related to gambling, it's, if we were just working, let's say, on an NFT marketplace and stuff like that, like we would, we would be ducks. Like it's not a problem for us. It's mostly because of gambling. But to answer the question, uh, yeah, in the past it happened. Like I think it was when we looked into uh, Kudos, I think if I remember correctly, I think we needed to be like ducks. But for all the other things we worked on, it wasn't like an issue, let's say. So, Maul, here we go. We're at this stage, right? Uh, you're at the launch uh, of the bet better or beta, whatever you want to call it right now. How, like, relieved are you, like, in yourself, like, feeling-wise, yeah, your emotions and, you know, you're talking to us live after you've just dropped it. How, like, are you feeling, like, relieved or are you like, well, I can't wait to make it better 
Oh, I mean, give give us some insight of your feelings right now, bro. <laughs> uh, it, it's very hard to say, man. It's like a mixed feelings, let's say, because you know when you when it's everyone is is the same. I feel like so when you build something, you're just like like your head never stops thinking about it, and you're like, oh, I should improve this and that. In anything like that that you build or anyone what they're working on, you're always thinking about it, how to improve it, and that's it. So that's for sure. But the thing is, like, the last week has been so, like, we worked a lot because we worked on different things. So I'm just like, I just want to sleep for, like, one or two days, and then I'm going to reset, and then I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to work even more. <laughs> I'm going to sleep for one or two days. <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh, man, that's why he's over here. I'll tell you what. I, honestly, God, I feel like over time uh, that we've we've all, uh, if you've been like you know tuned in for like a while, I feel like we've all like built this uh, relationship up with Mo, right? And Zapier, of course, like they, they go hand in hand. But I feel like, uh, uh, how do I say this? Like, can you imagine you, you, if you've got like a kid or something and your kid like just like is the best kid in the school or something and they're just the best at the exams and then like they go from like, I don't know, the, the grade six to grade 12 and then they're like just like the best and you're just like, oh my God. And you, you feel like I do. I, I mean, this this might not be a conversation you want and, and we can have this one a bit later actually if, if that would be better. But I think a lot of us, I might be asking the question of where does Raccoon go next? And by that, I mean, I do know that there was some like pushback and rejection on you guys doing the uh, uh, NFT platform. I, for one, was totally and utterly like in support of like, he's going and, you know, like I said, keeping the lights on, right? That was always the fucking thing with Raccoon was how do we keep the fucking lights on? Uh, you got a lot of pushback about that. Uh, that caused some like divisions. Like Mo, what happens next? I mean, does it get to a stage where you guys have to go off and proper like take serious jobs? Will Raccoon always be like a sideline, or is Raccoon one hundred percent your focus and you're going to make the brand? And then, what does that entail in regards to with like the NFTs? Uh, how people like buy into the like the enterprise of Raccoon? I mean, what? Mol, I'm asking the question because I don't know where we go next. I do know the Stargate stuff is happening. It's amazing. But from, from you, can you just enlighten us about what the next 12 months might might look like? Yeah, Yeah, I think it's a very good question because like, the, like if we go back, like, a, like at the beginning of the year, like it, we were kind of deep in the beer market and we, it was very rough for us because like, you know, generating revenues without having any grants and stuff like that is always very hard, let's say. And basically, the idea here was like, the decision we took, we were like, okay, so we're able to build some games. That's fine. We're able to build some stuff. So what if we just diversify the Raccoon brand, let's say. And then so what we did is basically, okay, we're going to build a, an NFT marketplace. We're going to uh, build a contract with Stargaze. We're going to open source the code that we do just to show that what we're able to accomplish and what we're able to build. And then with this uh, partnership also with Well, this is the next thing that we're going to put a lot of uh, emphasis and a lot of our time. So I think we're in a good position to grow the Raccoon brand. 
Plus, if we're able to bring like the rack token on different like exchanges, uh, like decentralized exchange, like let's say this week it was a very nice thing that happened with the Kujira team. They just they just decided to uh, to add rack onto uh, Fin and uh, and Bow. So we're very excited about this. So I think the effort that we've been able to put in the last year and showing that we are able to work on almost anything. I think it's going to help grow the brand and just do, uh, let's say, different kind of stuff. Because the, the next focus for sure, like Emporium, there's still some work to be done there. And then it's going to be uh, create the new uh, gaming contract for Whitewell. So, yeah, for the, let's say in the next six months, we're going to just work on these two things and do like grow the brand on different chains and then after that we'll see where we're at because you know it's it's always very hard in crypto to say okay in two years we're gonna have this built it's very hard to say so in i think in six months that would make much much more sense let's say you know something mole i fucking swear to god i could listen to you absolutely like all day every day honestly it's just like like literally you're one of those kind of guys where like you're like Tell, tell me more, tell me more. Even when you've finished your statement, you're like, I want to learn more, I want to learn more. Anyway, I've got a co-host, and I can say respect the people have come in the room. Uh, Tank's just jumped up here. Uh, Brask, well, he hasn't jumped up. I'm going to invite him, but Brass goes in. I would love anyone, and obviously Sandy's a long-time speaker up here tonight. Uh, guys, please feel free to come up, uh, ask more. Uh, Alex is down there. I mean, Alex is a long time. Al, uh, Dizzy, please, guys, madman, come up. Maul's here, but Maul, listen. I, I think what we've been through is very reflective of the market with the trials and like tribulations. And what you're learning, like, uh, you know, uh, turbulence uh, markets. Is that like the, 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 the right guys that are the strong people, you know, the, the, the creators, the people that like want to want to really kind of like build the builders. Let's say the builders, right? We can talk about creators and everything else. Coders all builders, right? Everyone's a builder. Yeah? The people that have been strong throughout the bear are the ones that will rise to the top, and that's what we're seeing with you now. The the, the Stargaze contract was just like what, like literally. That's the day when I went. I don't need to care about Raccoon anymore. Like, I need to help, like, focus on Phil and Rack FM because, like, they don't need me anymore. Like, that's it now. Like, your stargazers hired them for, you know what I mean, Maul? And Maul knows what I mean So I've supported him previously, but, like, you didn't need us anymore, dude. We just need to be supporting you and let you run free. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I just feel like how it happened, like, you know, at the very beginning, like, when when you start a project, you never know what's going to happen. And like I said it like many, many times and yourself too, we're like, everything happened like, we, we didn't force anything. And I feel what's happening right now is just the, the right thing. Because at the beginning, we were very, very close. And now it's becoming like two entities, but we're still very in the same community and very close. So I think, again, it's something natural, let's say. And the, the other, the other we, thing I want, yeah, go ahead. With, sorry, dude, with success becomes like like rejectors or like, have you noticed any change recently, like since you got the Stargaze contract or like with Emporium, anything? Have you noticed any like, like, oh, we've got problems like coming in from this side or is it being cool? Because people often get jealous of success, right? 
to be honest, I, I have no idea because I, I don't know, like, I, I don't want to, like, like, I'm just going to speak for myself, let's say. So the goal with Zapdos and I is just to build stuff for people to enjoy. And we never, like, we never actually take the time to see, like, oh, what are people going to think about what we're doing? We just do the things that we think are right and just to contribute to the ecosystem and that's it. So we never like take that much time to say, okay, people are telling us we're not good enough and stuff like that. We're just focusing on building and that's it. Like, are we just too narrow-minded or it's just a tunnel vision that we want to develop stuff? No. Or I think it's hard to say, yeah. No, no, I think it's because you don't spend 20 hours on Twitter fucking doom scrolling and you actually fucking do dev work which is like what we've all noticed. And on that point, like, Mo, I mean, let's have this conversation very, very fucking quickly if you want to go there. Mo, you and I have talked about before about where, like, you'll see devs, like, on Twitter, like, 18 hours a day, and you're like, bro, how the fuck have you got the time? As a dev, like, Mo, your time is, like, really limited and precious and needs to be allocated in the right way at the right time, yeah? Yeah, and it's a good thing that you just brought there because, you know... uh when you start working on something, like you said a bit earlier, like everyone are builders. If, if you're just designing homes or you're just building like your shelves or anything, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing ideas. Like you're going to focus on, on your project. You're going to build something. And then like, I, I don't know how to mention it, but it's, I don't know. I think I lost my idea right there, what I was going to say, but like, I was just gonna say, like at some point you get some tunnel vision and you just want to build and you don't, I don't know, you don't get too much affected by if, even if people are telling you you're not doing the right thing, but like in, in your head, you're just trying to build for people. So I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. I don't know how to answer this question. Let's say. I, I'm actually, Maul, I kind of fucking do know what you're talking about. And I mean, it might not, I'm not the man of analogies. That's Bruce's job. But on my village where I live, there's uh, often all the time all over, like the older houses, like getting pulled down. And what we'll do is, like, you know, the, the parents might have died and the kids want to build, like, a new house or whatever. But what I'll notice is, is this is how they build houses uh, in Thailand, right? It's really weird. What they'll do is they'll, they'll move in to the entire thing and they'll all, like, live there. Like, they'll build, like, a little, like, shack or whatever. And then, you know, when they've got the concrete bit, they'll, like, move in there. But basically, like, what they'll do, these most of them are from, like, places like either Cambodia or Myanmar. The vast majority are, like, the laborers, no? But what they'll do is they'll just, like, jump on site, yeah, and they'll do 8, 9, 12 months. And, yeah, they might go home during the holidays or, like, like trust me, they, they didn't go home at night. They live there, yeah. They've gave all that up. They're not even from their own country most of the time. But like, dude, they'll just constantly like work on site and it's like nothing else in the world matters to them and they'll just build. And then when they finish, they'll fuck off to the next place and they'll build again. And it's like these people can go through their life, like just going and focusing and working on a project and, and just living on site and building it from the fucking dirt upwards from the foundations. And then when it's finished and they go like, yep, fantastic, done. And they'll walk away. That's a little that reminds me a little bit about like you motherfuckers now. You have just moved in here, you set your stall up, you haven't moved, like bang, bang, bang. And dude, when these new jobs, these new opportunities have like come along, when your ship's built and your house is built, right? You take them with like every fucking breath you can. 
Okay. I, you guys, I'd rather you guys individually as devs succeed than the Raccoon Project as a project succeed. They are. That's a bad uh, uh, Like I really like Valencep. I really do, but I am I, heavily. Robo, hold me, on, Robo, hold on. But I am heavily invested in Raccoon. <laughs> so you better fucking keep building the good shit you're building. Always be there. It'll always be there. But he knows what I mean about like, look, you built your shit. Now go and build other shit in other places. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, hey wait a minute. He's Brasco. Come I up do. with Portland. Brasco, hello. Oh, I can't hear Brasco. I can't. Brasco, don't. Oh, he's getting rugged again. He gets rugged every single time, doesn't he? Yeah, there's, there's something with this microphone. I think maybe Brasco is just really clever, right? So Brasco, he knows his way around the computer and on the internet and all this stuff. So what he does is he what he does is he fucks up his microphone on purpose. He comes up here, he tries to speak, and then he just avoids it. It's very clever. Ten, what you're talking about? Every time I saw the Brasco here, <laughs> he's on that old fucking not yet 33 tennis knee with a fucking snake. Can you remember those fucking shit? Oh my goodness. Can't even believe that I grew up without mobile phones. And then when we got them, I thought we were amazing. And now I look back and go, wow, what a giga player you were like Robo. Like thinking that was cool. Like, Brasco, are you back? Where is he? I can't hear him. I have a, I have a question for Mal though. So you remember when you launched in the beginning and everybody was so skeptical of you and Sap and the project because it was a gambling project, right? No. And then no. Oh, you're telling lies. You're telling lies there. I'll tell you why they were skeptical. Why everyone was skeptical because I was is deploying on Juno but minting on secret. That was why everyone was skeptical, Bruce. Before you go on, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. So my my point was just that I was just going to ask Mal why he thinks people are so skeptical of gambling, even when we are in crypto and we're all fucking DeFi agents. Because the the fact that the Raccoon Supply was the first partnership on Ride the Whale has given a little bit of pushback. Oh, that was what Brasco. Is, um, wait a minute. It's, um... it, it has given a little bit of pushback from the whale community because they don't want to be associated with gambling. But wait, it's not. I mean, listen, is it? But we've been talking about this for a long time. On their tagline on the website, does it say gaming or gambling? There's a big fucking difference, like guy, guys, right? Like raccoon is gamified, like crypto. It's not fucking gambling. I don't care what you say. There's a big difference. Mull and I thought about this a long time ago. But but what do, what do you do in a casino? <laughs> but yeah, I I know what you mean because you know it's it really depends. Like I, I don't like you know how we marketed the brand like Raccoon the Death. We never actually like force people like when we launch new games and stuff like that. It's for sure we're gonna put some and faces on it but all we want to do it is we will we would never force force anyone or just say oh you have to play uh, this game to get money and then do big marketing because we know that in some like different communities or people they see gambling as something that can get addictive and sometimes it can be seen as like bad publicity 
for gambling. But like you said, uh, Bruce, like, you know, when everything is a risk in life, but the thing is with gambling, you know, it's a risk. You know that the house is going to make, like, let's say, 2 or 3% on all the bets in the long term and stuff like that. So for sure, it's going to be risky. But like in life, you're taking risk in everything you do. You start to build a project. You never know if it's going to work. It's a different kind of risk. And I think gambling is, you really know the risk. Because if you go on Raccoon Bet and like throw the dice, it's a risk that you're taking. But like, is should you be investing like this 10 Juno in something else, thinking it's going to go to 20 Juno? Or you're just going to take a quick risk on Raccoon Bet? I don't want to compare these things, but I how I see it, it's in the same category of taking a risk for something. I know it can get addictive because like you make, you get dopamine dopamine because it's fast. You're making money very fast. Whereas when you invest, let's say, in a meme coin or stuff like that, maybe it's, it's not going to go faster. It's going to go a bit like less fast, but you're going to make money, but you can lose money as well. So I don't know how to answer this question, but I just think that sometimes gambling is not seen as very good, but it, it, it depends on the people. <laughs> Uh, but Mole, we're in crypto. So is it to you, is the raccoon dot bet no different to a long or a short position in your in your opinion, by the way? Uh, uh, you mean like if we see it as a long term project? No, 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 is, no. is that the question? Oh sorry, dude. Leverage I mean trading. leverage trading. Leverage trading. Sorry, dude. I mean like 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 literally kind of like the odds are more stacked in my favor on the casino than there are if I go long or short, right? Like, there's no difference there, yeah? Yeah, it's a very good question, actually. So let's say we're, we're going, like, on KuCoin or, on, or Binance, and we're just going to do uh, some leverage trading, okay? Um, you know that their platform, let's say they take a risk because they have, you have to manage the money, and then you have some sort of spread where they need to make their money. Like, the casino, I'm not going to compare a casino, that's for sure. But, like, the casino is a bit something similar when it comes to the edge that the casino does because you know when the casino like raccoon bet has went on to losing streaks sometimes where like the reserve of the games go down and then it goes up afterwards so uh, we're also uh, taking a risk but yeah i will go wrong no no dude sorry i will we've got it wrong we're not talking about you guys we're talking about us as the end users in regards to the gambling things right sorry so i do apologize bro so you know we're talking about like gambling can be looked on as being bad uh, but like leverage trading, like you, you never hear anybody like talking about, oh, gamblers anonymous, you know, if you're in leverage trading, you need to do this. Like the casino from, from our point of view is probably like, I don't know, better or worse. Or, it's no, no fucking different to leverage trading. Like that's what I was trying to say. There's no, there's no stigma around leverage trading kind of compared to what like the traditional like casino style outfits might have. Does that make sense? I'm at, yeah, yeah I, I see where you're going. Yeah, it's I'm not quite sure if I'm gonna answer the, the the question correctly, but like I think the analogy that you're making, like let's say with leverage trading, the the cool thing that you can do with leverage trading, let's say you put limits or not, and then you see it's like your leverage trading is going like sideways. It like you short it and then it's it's going up. Let's say then you can just pull the plug. Whereas in gambling, it's like a one shot. So you just click and you hope that's gonna, you're going to win and then you continue playing. So it's very different. But uh, I mean, it's it's really like how you interpret it and where, like how you learn about gambling. Like, is this, I know for some people, it's not a good thing, but like at the end of the day, it's it's how it works. It's just probabilities. That's it. And well, at, so, least, yeah. at least 
well at least raccoon.bet give me fucking like a, a proper like warning like before i enter compared to like what you uni swap fucking do you know that's a <laughs> anyway uh, tank tanks come in always the voice of reason is mr tank mind Good day. Good day, my friends. Uh, I love this conversation, actually. Uh, it's very, very nuanced, and it's very um, like gambling versus leverage trading. My thoughts as an investor is actually gambling is probably safer than leverage trading, and it's kind of funny how it has uh, worse stigma than the other, uh, because gambling, uh, yes, while it's a one-off, uh, and I do agree with that, versus leverage trading where you could technically pull out whenever you want to, whenever you, your emotions get the best of you. With gambling, the way I see it is there should be, at least, if you're going to a somewhat, I'm air quoting, legit uh, platform to gamble, there should be parameters, you know, for you that are set uh, for that game or that you're interacting with. And so it might be a little bit more leveraged towards the house, obviously, right? That's why you're gambling to get that percentage. But there are somewhat bumper rails where in leverage trading, there's actually all kinds of people hunting you down as far as like, uh, like you know whales and like uh, bots and, and and everything else like they're literally hunting you the entire freaking time versus me taking uh knowingly you know being the participant of the gambling platform say i'm like you know doing uh the, the, the slot machine i know that there's a certain i don't know what exactly what it is but i know there's a certain amount of 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 uh a parameter set that is going to allow me to win and there's a you know it might be overwhelming but I know that risk and I take it upon myself. So I think gambling's uh, better, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 you know, funny how it's not uh, in the, in the eyes of the beholder though. Everybody thinks that gambling's worse. Why do we think that is tank? Um, Cause people don't have self-control just like leverage trading. People don't have self-control to take profits. If you're not dying, stop playing with money. <laughs> and and what I could add to what you just said, thank is like I totally agree agree with what you just said. And the thing with gambling is, let's say you're playing like you're just throwing dices and like a hundred sided dice, and then you're always playing that is gonna go lower than fifty. So at the end of the day, if you know, like for example, on Raccoon.bet, there's uh, I think it was three or four percent that goes to the house, if I remember correctly. I think it's three percent, and you know that in in the long run. The house is going to make 3%. That's how gambling works. But in the short term, it's a bit like, let's do something similar to what you just said. If, you, if you're if you taking a profit, let's say you're on a winning streak and then you won, let's say, a seven of your 10 bets and then you just stop. You take profit, that's it, I'm out. So that's one way of doing it and then you leave. But in the long run, if you were going to play forever, 100,000 times, then that's for sure you're going to be you're going to be like uh, 3% down because the house is going to win this 2%. So at the end yeah, of the well, day, they like, have something like that with leverage trading, right? Like they have a, a fee to be in your position. And the longer you're in that position, the the better the chances are that you're going to get liquidated and the house is going to win. And also the, the more fees you have to pay to be in that position. And, and that fluctuates on top of it. So it's not like in gambling where they you, you are, they're going to get 3%. Shit, you might sit in a leveraged long, whether it's a 1%, 2%, 3%, maybe a 5 whatever, however you go up. But that that changes, you know, and that, that's, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know why people are stupid, but they are. Well, we will just, just, just it, people, right? Is it me? Is it me? Or is, does anyone else just fucking absolutely love Tank? Like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the fanboy dude. I'm just gonna be like, Fucking, out of everyone I've ever interacted with, he's like the biggest fucking voice of fucking reason I've ever heard. And we've had this conversation a few times. But like, yeah, 
you can go and do that. I mean, now they put like, uh, what do they put up for leverage trading? Like tutorials and shit now, right? They never used to, right? Binance. Oh, sorry, Bybit. They never used to do tutorials, right? You have to go yeah, through lessons. The base now, but... But don't you have to go through lessons like tank on every platform now? Like if you've never like done it before or... Yeah, like... I, think, I think Binance and, and a couple of others... I mean, again, I don't leverage trade because I'm, you know, I practice what I preach. I don't leverage trade all, all too much. Sometimes I do like one or two percent. But like, I, from what I remember back when I was logging onto those platforms, like you had to take a questionnaire and like educate yourself on the on the uh, risk that you're taking. But it's it's all silly bullshit. I'll tell you what. Here's a quick one uh, because we're going to find out who's used the platform. There's a few people in the room. Uh, so tank like. To be a leveraged trader, are you one of those guys that has to like literally sit in front of the PC all day? Like nope. if you no, nope. because I have I have strict rules that I always I don't I don't I'm never swinging for home runs. I'm ne- I have my spot buys for my home runs. Like my my you know I have I've said this plenty of times for the traditional mogul market. Whenever I'm taking a position, if I'm ever two to three percent up on the charts per my position, I'm yanking. I'm yanking hitting my triple plus play and i'm a i'm a real big student to my own like teaching my own game uh, i always adhere to my rules and it doesn't matter if it keeps running or not because my triple plus play means i've secured my initial investment plus a small percentage of profits and then i have some free and clear of that asset to hold long term so like it's a win 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 and then it doesn't matter if if i'm wrong i pulled too early it keeps running i still have that free and clear asset it might be a fraction of it or a whole asset, depending on how big my position was, right? That's free and clear that will forever be able to run in profits and or tank. It doesn't matter. It's like, it's free and clear. It's not my money, right? Um, but I can hold it emotionless. Uh, and so like, I'm again, I have, I have rules. Traditional market, it's, it's about that percent. Crypto markets, if I'm up four to 5% on any given position, I'm starting to DCA out. And I'm starting to like really leverage myself out until that triple plus play is again, realize and then i'm just sitting pretty like it's people always try to get those those home run swings you know what? i don't know i don't know why they try to do that but it's that's that's not what trading and or investing is all about trading and investing is about winning more times than losing and people are just obsessed with losing more times than they win because they want that big number it's, it's you know weird. what because people can't compartmentalize shit and and that's that's exactly like with you you're like that's there. That's on that side. Like that's it. That's in that draw. That's in that draw. Like, like people can't do that too. Like, at, yeah, at, if I make a thousand dollars a day, I'm far outpacing about ninety nine percent of the population. Like, how can you complain about that? If you even if you're making, like, let's be honest with you. If like you're doing this shit part time, I don't know how much time you spend like actually engaging and making a trade. Like, it's for me, it's like maybe an hour. I get it, and then I I hit the buttons. And I walk away and the limits are set and all that stuff. Like for what? An two an hour, two hours of work. If I can make five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars a like, you know, a day, fuck. I'm blowing people's like I'm blowing people well, out, of the, out of the park. But that mindset, that mindset wasn't created uh, last year or in the like that mindset was created when you were a kid. Well, that, like, the, yeah, I've been broke. I've been is. stupid broke before. And so like when you're broke. You don't spend and you're a lot more conservative with what you're doing. And I always try, like, honest to God, like there's a, there's, you got to switch it on and off, but I'm like the most broke, rich person, you know, like seriously, 
Or what do you think? Right or take tank. This is a perfect moment. Right, rack. You know, they were struggling to keep the lights on. We were doing very well on Juno. We had the exploit. You know, they, they saw the opportunity. They deployed on Huahua with the casino. They were like, these guys are so easy, so much fun. Uh, let's do, you know, a, a marketplace. Is like, a, like, what do you... And then they're doing the Stargaze one now. Tank, what do you think? I mean, right, for me, I'm really happy for these guys. Some people are pissed off. Because I think they're freelancing and not dedicated to just the rack-like platform and they don't get the bigger picture. And I'm like, fuck that, bro. Like, keep the fucking lights on. Time Misery loves what company, I'm... dude. Misery loves company. Let haters hate, bro. The only reason they're hating <laughs> is because they're not innovating and they're not pushing forward. They're not trying to be more than what they currently are. And people that are broke and people that are miserable, they want you to also feel broke and miserable because they don't want to be alone in that stoop. So fuck them. Fuck them all with handcuffs against the wall. Fuck them. Dude, dude, rac raccoon had to keep the lights on. This is no What's up, Bernie Mac? Did you just quote Bernie Mac there I saying- I love it. You knew it, Bruce. That's hilarious. That's hilarious, Bruce. You fucking knew it. Holy fuck, did Bruce go there? It's Mole. I mean, talk, Mole talked to us about keeping the lights on. It hasn't been fucking easy, right, bro? No, it hasn't been easy. And maybe to add to what Tank just said, is like, like all we see it is like, we're not even thinking about like people that hate us or I don't know why, but like, if we think about what we did in the last year, we helped like many other projects. Like we, we really like helping other people. And then when we go on other chains, and the other thing that we did, like the last thing that we did is to, uh, to build a contract on Stargaze. And to be entirely honest, like I told Shane and the guys, the, the other devs, where I told them like the code is very clean, like it's easy to work on it, and I really hope people are gonna develop things on Stargaze as well, because it's just fun to to work with their code, and they just give you feedback when you develop on it. So I don't know, man. I I feel like if I'm going like on other chains to deploy like Raconbet and other kind of stuff, I'm just learning new stuff and just learning new vision that other people that I never spoke to just like you learn from people and you learn from working with different people, different ecosystems. So I just think we see it as the bigger picture. We're just learning from it's everywhere not- as much as possible and just building, yeah. You know what it is, you know what it is bro? They want to take value. They don't want to create value. That's the big difference yeah. between a lot of developers. Like they need to, like they might see that idea, but they're like, I need to have community full puns in order funds to, to, to execute, to move, to be motivated. Like, I'm not going to do this for free while other people try to innovate, try to push the narrative, try to create value. And then hopefully that attracts people, you know, to, to whatever they created. That's the big problem that we're having right now. But like I said, man, the fucking raccoon vet keep doing, or like raccoon corporation keep doing you guys' thing. I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm sorry, Tank, I was jumping in there. I just, when I heard him mention Shane, I'm thinking, like, I've sported Shane for two and a half hours. Uh, I've been speaking to fucking mall, God knows how fucking long there, right? I can imagine that Shane and Mall's conversations were fucking just some of the like, oh, I wish I was there. Mall, I wish I was a fly on the wall. Like, you two guys getting together, like, I would have loved that. I mean, can I, j- can, can I jump in here for a quick second? So, 
there, there's exciting stuff that's happening and uh, looks like they just started the stream swap. Uh, Flix Adam stream is happening now. So this is going to be exciting. So um, uh, I, I participated. And so uh, 1,072 people uh, participated. I just wanted to let you know it's live. Two words, two words, full sned. Full, oh, I mean, to, flicks. To flicks. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. I left out the most important part. Yeah, uh, Adam Flicks. So Adam Let's... Osmosis happened, and now it's Adam and Flicks. Okay, it's uh, okay. We'll reset the room. Uh, everybody, uh, this is Rack FM uh, reporting here live direct from Bangkok. It is 20 past one in the morning, and uh, we'd like to go over to our TA correspondent, uh, Mr. Tank, over in Tennessee. Uh, Tank, can you give us a quick tea update on the uh, what's happened with the fucking Flix token? Because not even we haven't got a clue what's happened. No, so the I don't think a lot of people, and, and admittingly, I don't think I told, I think I have a good idea, but I don't think I totally understand it as well. Sorry, look at my son. Where's my what? What'd you say? Where's my money? Where's your money? In my pocket. <laughs> 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 oh, that was so classic! Oh, oh man! Oh, Jesus! Contact the fucking international space space station to get me fucking rib cage back. Oh, my goodness! Oh, well, let him practice saying it from a young age. He's gonna have to get used to that. Where's my money? <laughs> you know where well, he learned it from, right? Money. Uh, this is like oh, the he learned it from I'm, his dad. He's watching his dad sitting in front of the charts all day, just screaming, "Where's my money? Where's my money?" You gotta go away from the journal chart sometimes, Tank. I don't know no. if I'm laughing. <laughs> no, hey, uh, real quick, while while he's not bugging me, because I, I do think the stream swap is really really interesting in how they're trying to, uh, I'm again air quoting, bootstrap liquidity uh, from the Cosmos ecosystem. I did a very small amount, uh, just like I did with uh, the Osmo. Uh, I fucking nailed that though, by the way. So I only put about 20 Atom into that pool uh, because I think there's going to be a balance. And then like the amount of people that's actually in it right now, I think it's like thousands, something like you said, um, Sandy. But like if if it gets to the tipping point, you start actually seeing diminishing returns for the Flix token price point. And so I think it's actually right now at a really good sweet spot. And if it stays at that, you know, you 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 don't know this, but the anticipation, which I probably like heads up, I more than likely will do this, right? Um, I'm probably gonna put a percent of that I get of uh, Flix tokens onto the market to sell because like I did with the osmosis, right? Like it comes out there, uh, those people that are actually put they're gonna put some out there and probably hold a little bit for the long term. It's going to get sold into, or people are gonna, you know, they're gonna sell it, obviously. And there's probably not gonna be as much buying pressure, especially with the fundamental landscape that's out there right now and the uncertainty. And you got to think of like, where is it going to be listed? It's going to be listed on osmosis, the liquidity over there. And the participation, to be honest with you, is very, very, it's very light lately. Um, I bought a crap ton uh, in the last swap of the Flix token and sold it. And I'm being very honest, I said this before, I really do think that I was probably the, the finger that pushed, uh, you know, the, the, that started the trend downwards at 280 because I sold it at the top at 280 and made a killing. Uh, but I'm going to pretty much rinse and repeat yet again. So when I'm done with it, I'll take probably half, maybe so, uh, of the fixed tokens and list it for people to buy. 
um, I will probably buy lower after, you know, and then I'm going to do the same damn thing. So, Tank, Tank, can you show me on the doll where Sisla touched you? Right on the, the, the no, no. Bruce, Bruce, you'll have to wait. You'll have to wait a couple of months before you start dropping my fucking taglines. Air Tank, I wasn't there. Oh, God, I, mean, I not heard that in a long the, time. <laughs> the no-no spot's not my pee-pee, by the way. The no-no spot's my heart, guys. You touch me right now. I, I keep my heart a lot more hey. caged up than the no-no spot. With a bum meat week before when I talked about, like, show me on the doll where, you know, Rag FM touch you. We got banned for a week the last time. Eh, tank, though, I cracked up there because there was two things. Like, it was what your son said and how he said it. Like, he didn't give a fuck. He's like, where, where's me money? Like, literally, I'm thinking, tank, Tank's kids, like... 10 years old and about to start bitch slapping them around for his pocket money. Bro, my kids got to learn some chill. They'll say that stuff. And like, it's on me, but they'll say that stuff in the wrong place too. Like, they'll say some some like wild stuff. Like, my dad has excess. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Oh my God. I'm gonna get robbed. Tank, when you were a parent, we'd have never been a parent, but I was, I had a parent, right? It's like a one time. Dude, when I was a kid, there was only one phrase I was ever, uh, don't bring this cunt up. It was that dirty ramen. Bruce, don't you dare bring that cunt up. Ah, you can fucking sit down there for 10 minutes, you daft little cunt, and listen to conversation before you request, I think we're fucking mugs, man. I think we don't say what, is that Joe? Is that Joe's alt, is it? Anyway, no, thanks. I know Dirty Rom is, is a is a Twitch gamer. I know if he's an old friend of mine, he's probably oh, gonna give me some shit. He calls me he calls me his crypto princess. If you can doubt that, Tank we've been getting attacked for weeks. You wouldn't believe. Like, oh, we're under attack more than you can believe. Anyway, Tank, listen, this is something that always bugged me. I've been a kid. I am in a parent. Help me out. Uh, like, so some shit would happen. I mean, mum would get that angry, never me dad, he wasn't that cunt. And then she would say these words, don't make me fucking give you something to really cry for. Like, I said it today. I said that as if today. Word, bro, I mean, that's, that's fucking, that's harsh. That, that's a rough lesson, that one. Like, like, you're crying over nothing? I'll fucking... And I'm like, whoa, calm the yeah, fuck that, that down. That phrase has been, I think, passed down for generations from parent to parent. I, like, I've heard that from my granddaddy to my daddy. Now I'm using it on my kids. And I hope to God they use it on their kids because it's, it's ridiculous. Do you want something to cry about? I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> bro, bro, mothers, though. I mean, I mean, there's a big difference between like mothers and fathers. I think fathers have like a nice real right role to play. Like mothers, like obviously they do the caring role. But also do this like bullshit role. I mean, you'll go home six years old, like, and your mum's like, "Look at that fucking dirt behind your ears," and you're like, uh, "Excuse me, got a mirror?" Like, like, bro, come on, think about it. Like, we have to go. Like, I feel like I don't know about you. Let's get back on the conversation anywhere. But I think Tank is like probably one of the greatest fathers ever. Anyway, what did you say there when your kids like, "Where's me fucking money?" What did you? What was your reply, Tank? You went mute, right? <laughs> It's in my pocket. It's always my money. His money is my money. I don't know what he's talking about. It's my money. <laughs> he ain't, he ain't done nothing. 
that's fucking class. I used to uh, steal money at my uh, father's fucking pockets when I was a kid because he would come in drunk as fuck with fucking loads of change in his pockets, all the quid coins and shit. And I'd rob like a fiver a day. Like I was like six years old. And like I was got to school every day, like robbing like about like, I don't know, four or five bucks, like every single day out of my dad's pockets, man. The cunt was that drunk. He just came home, dropped his pants and went to bed, you know. Anyway, uh, right, uh, Emporium. Tang, have you been on Emporium or not? How the I fuck have, I it? have. And I actually, I'm planning on getting out of the door, but I'm planning actually on minting a couple and making a video uh, for YouTube, which I've been slacking on, but I'm going to get back to making more videos on YouTube, but I'm planning on actually making a video uh, about Emporium uh, later on today and posting it hopefully tomorrow or Monday. So, yep. Gonna be oh. gonna be checking it out. Mall, Mall, did you hear that? He's, ah, I fucking yeah. love Tank. Yeah, that's Hello. huge, man. Usually, By the way, I, Tank, I listen to I listen to Tank when he, he gives a about of info about like a financial stuff, and now he's gonna do something about Emporium. I'm excited. By the way, I'm excited too. So, in your video, uh, if you do mention um, the stream swap, you can watch it in the. Flixverse. So this is like a new alpha thing. I guess Omniflix has Flixverse. It's sort of like a metaverse kind of place. And um, and right now you can watch the unspent Flix versus the unspent Adam, and you know watch those numbers change. Anyway, I was, just actually, I was looking at that. I was looking at that okay. earlier. That's uh, that's going to be my second one. I'm doing the important one first, and then then I'll probably do the uh, the Flix. But yeah, guys, I got to get out of here. I'm going to go. Uh, to sword check out guys give me your humble opinion okay grand sequel watch or tutor watch which one tutor 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 you think tutor i like tutors dude tank listen i need to say thanks i need to say thanks and do you want to know what i want i want to say thank you for for always being able to disagree without ever judging me right that's i just want to let you go with it like you've never judged me yeah hey look if, if i you know, we can only do like Michael Jackson said it best, man. You got to look in the mirror because, man, if I was the, like, and I think actually, I actually, I think Jesus said it first don't, or whoever did. Don't throw stones at a glass house. I'm very glassy myself and I'm definitely not perfect. Uh, and people definitely disagree with me. And if I came at a battle axe uh, at any given time and everybody that didn't agree with me or might have an opinion about me, man, I'm going to be a very lonely person. So, you know why? We're 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 on a very very fucking short list, and I'll tell you why. There ain't many people put their heads above the fucking trench. All right, dude. Like I fucking know, right? And a lot of other people in the industry, actually, the real people fucking know, like what it takes to put your head above that pres- precipice, like the parapet. Sorry, I mean, and uh, expose yourself and like go over the fucking trench. Like, nah, man. In my opinion, in my respect, my regards, like, Tank's got a very, very fucking special place in my heart, mind, And I mean that. Well, I appreciate it, brother. Nothing, nothing that I wouldn't, I don't do shit that I wouldn't, you know, I don't say or do shit that I don't, I wouldn't do myself. So appreciate it, man. Anyway, I got to get out of here, guys. My kids are like looking at me. They want to go buy something. So peace, guys. <laughs> the kids are giving them heat. <laughs> Oh my goodness, he's lovely, isn't he? Uh, right, Mole, any problems? Uh, and I'm waiting for Finn. I'm only wait, like, I'm only keeping this space going for Finn coming back. Bruce, 
get taught anything. I've never even been in Discord or anywhere. Right, Mole, what problems have you encountered so far since you've launched the uh, beta version? Yeah, there was a one small thing, but I don't think anyone noticed. So basically, because we we haven't like released all the information about like the profile and the messaging system and stuff like that. But basically, you guys, because we haven't decided on the numbers, but when you're trading like for every one uh, USDC that you trade, so like, let's say you sell an NFT uh, for $10, then it's going to give you some tokens. And these tokens, you can use them to level up your profile. When you level up your profile, you can add some stuff like a background NFT picture. Uh, you can have like some sort of NFT showcase and stuff like that. So as of now, we did put everyone to level three, which is the, the maximum level. So you can do anything you want in the profile. You can add like a background, you can add your profile, your profile picture and stuff like that. And basically when we launched, everyone uh, was uh, level zero. So we just had to put everyone level three to do everything. But uh, I don't think anyone noticed. So. AML, okay, he's, he's a good one. And I'm going to throw this out randomly, mind. But I didn't even like think about this. Have you had, the both of you, uh, you and Zap, have you had more fun building like the games, like the slots and the dice and blah, blah? Or have you had more fun uh, building the uh, NFT platform and the functions and, and what's happening with the beta and what you can do, the messages, et cetera? Like, like when have you had, like, I just want you to fucking have fun, dude. I think that's been evident, for, evident from day one. But where have you been, like, like, I mean, I, I don't even know if you're working on games in the background. Uh, Juno's going to three-second block time. I wish I was on the space the other night when I could have asked this. Uh, but, like, where, where are you having your most fun is the question. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I would say, like, for sure it's when, when you design a game because uh, what we did in the past, like, month or weeks was the uh, Sanctuary V2. We didn't do that much change, but still you have to think, like, Okay, if someone does that, what's gonna happen? So you have to think like you have to stream streamline all your ideas and like make some sort of framework just to know that people uh, can do this and that. But if this happens, they can do this. So you're just designing a game. So it's kind of fun to make it happen. But still, when we're working on the marketplace, it's almost the same thing. You're not designing a game, but you're still designing some sort of system where people play in it. So you're selling an NFT. And the fun thing that was to do like is the offer system. Like it looks like boring. Like it's just an offer system. You're just offering, let's say, a 10 Osmo for like this NFT. But still it's fun to design because you have to think about everything. So it's some sort of game, but different, let's say. So I think it's for sure games, it's much more fun because you have to think like how to reward people and stuff. But still, when you're building an NFT marketplace, which we try to gamify, and this is what we'll do with the profile and the lotteries that's going to happen. But yeah, games is more fun. But still, when you build a marketplace, if you, if you see it like from another angle, it's still you're designing some sort of system. So we're still having fun there. Mal, you don't even know how much I fucking love you, man. Honestly, I mean, I always have, but like, this far down the line, like what you're shipping, and then now when I listen to you, oh man, bro, you mean you're like a little, you're like a little injection of like I don't know, just happiness and goodness, and like everything that's like well in the world. And uh, I mean, Sandy, he's a, he's lovely, isn't he, Sandy? Oh, he's lovely. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. This, you know, this this is a great community, and um, 
I love you guys. And and you know what? You, you birds of a feather flock together, dude. This is it. Raccoons get a bad... I mean, raccoons, you know, they've got, like, rabies. And, I mean, generally, like, regarded, like, like ooh, there's loads of people who don't fucking like raccoons. I mean, I mean, I look at a raccoon face and I could never be miserable. You know, you see these videos of these, like, kids where they get, the, like, abandoned, like, raccoons where, you know, the mothers are gone or whatever, and you're like, oh, you know, like... I could never look at a raccoon and go, oh, I don't like that cunt. Like, I'm, I'm going to look at a raccoon and go, well, you've got issues, but you know, I'm willing to work with them. <laughs> no, it is. The, the visuals on the raccoon is great. And their personalities, they're, they're, they're funny. They're hilarious. They're, they're intelligent. And, um, and, 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 you know, they look like little rascals because, you know, they're, they steal shit and, uh, <laughs> they're buggy, but they're cute and, you know, and, and they possess a lot of human qualities, especially because they have hands. We love their hands. And, and, uh, yeah, we, we've had raccoons break into our house. I think just about everybody's experienced that with raccoons. And by the way, I like the art in Emporium, the, 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 which one is, it's this, um, you know what, Sandy, though, with, before we move on the artwork quickly. Uh, pixel uh, art. That's it, the pixel raccoons art. That raccoons don't care what people think. Isn't that the underlying, like, I think raccoons don't care what people think of them, right? And anyway, we're going to go into Emporium. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, darling. I'm like, she gave such a good speech. I'm like, yeah, she's telling me raccoons don't give a fuck. Like, anyway, Emporium, what's happening? Because I haven't been on yet. I'm getting rugged. Is, oh, yeah, Sandy, well, so... There, you know, when I go to the launch, uh, the collections, and um, and I'm just looking at all the different collections. And first of all, there isn't that much for sale, but the 16-bit racks. So um, there, there's none for sale. Uh, 222. Uh, I, I guess it's sold out, is what happened. And um, and but yeah, this is. I, I really like the 16-bit racks hanging out. The first collection, under Bruce. Oh, wait, wait, Bruce is going to give you the full overview now because Bruce is the technical director. I mean, Mold's but Bruce, you're up. Explain about the 16-bit racks and about how she's looking at the Alpha collection and not a better collection. Go on, bro. You're up on the stage. So the six, 16-bit racks is from the Alpha release. A month ago, I think it was. It was a free mint, and it was a huge, huge success. I'm not really sure what the utility is going to be, but I think there's going to be some reveal in the future. <laughs> no idea, though. Dude, it's a better dude utility when you're just fucking testing a platform. Nobody gives a fuck about utility on on the Alpha collection. Anyway, now it's a different story. Wait. Uh, I, sorry, I muted everyone by accident. Now it's a different story, Bruce. Right? Can can you? Uh, is uh, how many collections, Bruce, have been released tonight? I know fuck all. I'm the host. Bruce is the co-host. He's going to talk about Emporium released tonight in full. Go ahead, my friend. So tonight there hasn't been released any collections, but there has been released. Oh, that's not true. There's been released two collections: the Genesis Color. They weren't minted. They were just available for sale for about, I think, 500 hua hua per, per piece. And then there's been eight mints of, uh, free mints of batches still up for mint. 
And if you but, collect all eight patches, where did the where, where did the patches come from? Has that got anything to do with Rhea? Has that got anything to do with Rhea? No, I have no uh, idea. I'm going to jump in here because I just did something new. I put an offer in with Osmosis for 16-bit rack number zero two nine. This is a cool looking rack at the grocery store. And so um yeah, this is this is kind of cool. So I made a I made an offer. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and the, the cool thing the cool thing is gonna happen with the offer. If someone like what can happen is someone can accept the offer, then you're gonna receive there's like a, um, a little bell at the top right. So it's gonna be the notification system. So if someone accepts the offer, uh you're gonna receive right away the NFT and the person's gonna receive the Osmo. But the thing that can happen also is someone can decline an offer and send you a message. And they would say, oh, uh, I would like to trade like an NFT or I would like another denomination or something like that. And then you can some sort of like message with the person, which is a cool thing. Oh, that's nice. We've been begging for that on Omniflex for a year. Oi, shout out Sisla. Sisla, if you're listening, oh, did you hear your woman that? Oh, I saw, I saw the emojis that we. Be careful. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not just me, you know, it's uh, a tardigrades. Tardigrades has come up in space. And I've been in these spaces forever. And, um, and, and you know, but I understand why Omniflix is not doing that because they're kind of having their own, you know, long term vision. They're not going to, they're going to figure all this out. It is going to happen. They're not going to have uh, to put our Twitter thing in. So, you know, coming in here, we want these platforms to look and act like other places, but we have to give them a chance to show us their uniqueness and uh, how they're different maybe better. So I'm just going to be patient because so far things are good in Omniflex, but I, I want to get on Emporium. How can I get on there? Is that something I can do? Before we move away from what you said, before we move away, a, a tardy grades, like just tell the community, oh my God, the, the, like some of the nicest people I've ever fucking worked with in my life in Web3. And it's a hobby like when I say worked in Web3, like Web3 is just a hobby. When I try to fill in my fucking spare time, eh? like tardigrades has got to be, oh my God, I, literally, I cannot. And and for Robo to be like, I mean, Raccoon will tell you, uh, Bruce will tell you, right? There's a few people here, if Tank was still like, people will go like, oh, if Robo's like really like, over endorsing somebody, right? Like if I'm if I'm over endorsing them, it's because like they are legit as fuck, and I couldn't I couldn't thank them like like literally. Rock FM will uh, always be indebted uh, to Charlie Grades, and Rock FM will always have a connection, and you know like like what like will always be there for them, and I think this is really important in Web three. I mean, I think this is what Web3 is. Was, yeah, man, those guys came along. They said, well, we designed this for Omniflix. Uh, you're going to do this for Juno. It's a lot of manual work. If you've got, like, the base code, base JSON, uh, we can replicate it, obviously, blah, blah, blah. And then they did, and then it didn't work because of, like, the spread, like, the uh, Google Sheet, like, uh, Excel thing was just like one comma like bang but then fixed 
in in seconds. And honest to fucking god, on my soul, the uh, tardy grades. And I thought every night as well. Yeah, he, he the main guy you you y'all know and love. Yeah, he has to be the nicest, one of the nicest guys in crypto. Like outside of me, like in a circle. Like I, I wish he was in me in a, in a circle. I'll tell you because he's fucking gold us. Eh, but anyway, I do apologize. Eh, right, here we go. Reset the room. Uh, raccoon, Mr. Rack, eh, Mall, we no, us no code plebs. Us no code plebs have been uh, coding on Dow Dow without your help. Yeah, I can see your emojis. I didn't come to you, bro. I knew you were busy. I just thought I would go and like copy pasta. Uh, some other people's code and try to learn out, like just change a bit of data. Uh, Mall, what do you think? This is the question. Fucking hell, here we go. <laughs> oh, I, I don't even, I, I'm the fucking horse now. I don't know what to ask this. Finn's probably like, on the edit, Finn's like, ah, shit, Robbo, you're going there. Uh, Mall, what do you think about RagFM and the <laughs> exploration into uh, Dow Dow and Try and Omniflix, obviously, and, and obviously the wheelchair mafia and then Stargaze uh, badges that we're about to do for the wheelchair mafia. Free alpha, by the way. Uh, Mole, like we've kind of run away from you, and I don't know how it feels. The question is, are you, I, 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 do you still like us or not, Mole? <laughs> that's the question. No, nah, nah, like man, that's done. After this space, we're done. That's it, man. <laughs> 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 no, but to, to be entirely honest, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, we can't stop, Mall. I, I, we can't stop, can we? We just please stop us, Mall. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, man, I, I'm so happy to like we've been around for like more than a year, and I'm just so happy to see that a lot of people that were there a year ago and part of the community, they're building their stuff we're still around we're still friends everyone's building like i couldn't ask for something better than that like imagine like in a year all the people that you knew that were in the community they were friends because i consider you guys as friends in the community as well because we're working together and i would be sad to see that a lot of people left because you know you create bounds and stuff like that and i'm just happy that you guys are building something new and you know when you build something you never know if, if it's going to work. You don't know if people are going to like it. But the thing is, I think you said it earlier, like if you're having fun and people are very happy and it's positive, that's it. I think you keep building and that's it. By the way, I'm noticing that it uses Flix for the transaction fees over here in Emporium. So I'm paying attention to these things now. So anyway, just wanted to add that. And what I can add to what you said a bit earlier, Sandy, is uh, about Omniflex. Like, I remember when, like, we started a project, Raccoon, we spoke with uh, with Sisla and the, the guys at Omniflex. And, like, I was, like, Omniflex is like a, it's not a sleeping giant anymore, but from a year ago, we saw it as a sleeping giant. And I think, like, I feel like they're trying to give as much power to the creator as possible. And it's kind of crazy what they're creating because, you don't see that that often. Like it's pretty unique what they're trying to build with their platform. And like, I don't know, what they're building is really amazing just to give the power to the creators. That, that's how I feel and I really like them. 
I agree with you. And I actually had the honor of meeting them in person at Cosmoverse 2022 in uh, Colombia. Yeah, we had dinner and I got to speak to them. And so um, I, I will also vouch for them and say, you know, I, I believe in this community. And uh, I, it was it was exciting. And you know what, I'm going to try and see if I can get to Turkey this year for the Cosmoverse uh, 2023 to Istanbul. Any of you guys going there by any chance? Not us, but uh, I don't know if other people are going to go there. But the feeling must be so cool when, you know, you're speaking on spaces like or on Discord or Telegram, you speak with people, then you get to meet them. And like, it's as fun as when you speak to them, like via Discord or anything. So it's some I'm pretty sure it's something special when it happens. Absolutely. And, uh, and and it wasn't just, you know, the Omniflex. I got to meet, uh, you know, people in Stargaze and, and many other um, blockchains that are within the Cosmos ecosystem. So um, back to my question. Um, so I have a question. These uh, free mints today for the Chihuahua chain and uh, you know, all these different, you know, the raccoons, Cosmos spaces, wh- where do they show up after you get done minting it? Where, where do you see these NFTs? I, I, I didn't figure that out yet. Yeah, so I think uh, I asked uh, the other guy I'm working on Amperin's app uh, to add it. But basically, uh, how it happens is that when you click on the mint, like the blur disappears, so you can see the image, and this is your NFT. And basically, how we did it is that you can mint only one of them, and it's uh, when like when the mint stops, it's going to be possible to trade it uh, on the marketplace. So the image that you see on the left hand side is your NFT. Okay, I did notice that the blurriness went away and it was clear. And so that's what that is. Okay, thank you so much. I'm going to go here. It's, it's great. I love it. And uh, thank you for answering my questions. This is um, all roads that come together. How good is this space right now? Where, like most, like Tony Sunday, like, oh, I'll tell you what, I feel like uh, these two voices have got me in the hammock with a mojito. It's 2 a.m. and I'm like, oh, give me some silk. I mean, last night I, I described uh, Saberstein's voice as being like chocolate and, and B-Bands as being like coffee. But like everyone's got their place in the world. But these two motherfuckers, I mean, Bruce, that's lovely, isn't that? Just like, Bruce, yeah. these two. I, 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 I fucking, I'm, I'm enjoying it, bro. Oh, it's a lovely, isn't it? I wish Brasco was up. With his uh, like a uh, fake like James Bond villain accent, like <laughs> did I go too far, bro? I don't think so. Him? I don't think so. I think it's spot on, man. I introduced the team today, Brasco. I like trains. Brasco hates trains more than anyone on planet Earth. Like literally, if I said, Brasco, shall we trick it? Take a train to like the next next town. He'd probably shoot me in the face. It's quite like I don't know. We tried to do what we could. I don't know. I I think I mean listen. This would be lovely uh, a lovely question. Uh, uh, guys, please come up. Home play, uh, Dizzle, Rasko, uh, Don. We can see you all down there, man. Please come up. Anybody that can, uh, Poroboro especially. Tag people if you think, but like. And I mean, Al, Al knows this because he's known me like pre kind of like Cosmos and it, like Al's known me for well, like well over a year and a half. All right. Going back to the P2E days. Like, 
this age of like, you know, the, the shillfluencer and the tag free friends and the blah, 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 uh, it, it's over. Like right now with Emporium and Rock, what Rock FM have built and how they've been able to build it because if they had not had the community to be able to like carry them through when they didn't need to pay attention to that or hire people, like they couldn't hire people, that this wouldn't be happening. Like literally now, Mall, I've been here from day one. I mean, you guys kicked off the project, like big, big style, obviously. Like, like I'm not going to fucking, you know, I came in well after that shit. But like, if you hadn't had this like random uh, marketing kind of armed department, you fucking guys wouldn't have had the chance to be able to go and fuck off in the lab and do what you do and leave all the culture to us. Is that, am I right or wrong, dude? Yeah, man. You know, it's always been like, not always been like this, but I think we, we figured out how it was the best way to make it happen. And I think that's how it's working right now. I think it's the best that way. And, and Mol, you know what people's not going to recognize? And and this is going to be like a bit of a revelation for the people that like listen to the replay or something. And yeah, guys, it is late for me. If I do sound a bit, mm, it's 2 a.m. Uh, and I'm about to take the dogs for a walk. But like the the more that Rack FM has done what it's done, the more it's become separated and like segregated. Like, well, it's always been separated and segregated, like from the Raccoon Supply, like actual project itself. But like, what we've tried to do is put more and more distance between ourselves while still retaining that, like, over, like, that's that retainer, that thing. Like, that was never going to, like, go away ever. Like, tonight, you can see that, right? Like, when you're launching an NFT marketplace, like, you're going to come in a space like this. This is, like, the best space in the world with the best people, right? Like, literally, you're like, oh, my God, I have to do an interview tonight? Oh, well, it's Robo and Bruce and Sandy and the rest of the gang, right? But think about it. Uh, Rack FM has done everything they can to go to the left, while Raccoon Supply have been going to the right. That's no reason we can't meet in Tulsa. Right? Think about this. Anyway, uh, it's gone on like long enough. Uh, Mall, yeah, I can't. I hope you kind of know what I mean. Is that like we're, we're not separate, but we're glued at the hip, but like we go our own way, right? Mall knows. Well, you walk your dogs. My dogs just came and told me it was time for a treat. They got their peanut butter cracker treats so this is an exciting day by the way i've learned a lot today i learned about this new thing i don't know why i didn't know about emporium before honestly it's new to me but i went and collected the nfts i'm excited about your marketplace and i learned um more information about a stream swap and what's happening with adam and flicks from tank too believe it or not i didn't know you i didn't know you could go in there and take your money out like that i was stupid Oh, Sandy, we've had tanking, and look here, look who's just, look, look who's fucking dropped in, Sefi. I mean, Bruce, we might not have to go there. No, I, I, I will just, I will just uh, say that, uh, Mall, if you gotta go, then go. Don't, uh, don't wait. 
Oh, has he? Uh, well, I'm, I'm normally the time checker. Sorry, Maul. Wait, wait, we'll have to fight. Seppi, have you minted any fucking Emporium shit or not, you little pleb? No. Where do I do this uh, now? <laughs> You're not driving again, are you? Oh, my goodness. Give me... Give me Listen, give man, me I was working shit. today. Like, I work on Saturdays and Sundays, too. <laughs> like, you guys have to fill me in on what to buy. I don't know. Give me, give me your secret, Seppi, and I'll hook her up, brother. <laughs> uh, raccoons have just launched the uh, Emporium uh, Better NFT Marketplace interface on your fucking face. If you crash while you're listening to us, it'll be right all over your face, dude. Uh, but just look at it. Find the next gas station. Stop. Jump on your phone. Buy some shit, dude. Or we're looking, come on, coming for you. Okay, I'm going to also advise that if you don't have any money, you can actually go. So up in the nest there, I, I, I put up my, this is me minting this morning. And uh, part of that tweet or next to it uh, is emporium.wtf launchpad. And so you just go connect your wallet and you can mint for free. And, and, uh, and, and, and apparently there's been collections that's been there that I didn't know about, but I'm just going to catch up now in mint, uh, with these free collections. So, uh, I don't know if you heard all that stuff. Yeah. And basically the cool thing with the, with this release was just to, to speak with the, the project that are minting their badges. It was just fun to speak with these people and just to make sure like we, we, we just wanted to make sure that we reached to not a big group of people, just selected group of people so they can try the, the better marketplace. So all of the badges that you see that are that you can mint for free is basically comes from the project. So we didn't we asked for for it, let's say. So we didn't took their image and just <laughs> they're on the website. We asked for the uh, for them to be on the website. So Sefi was driving. Has he crashed his car yet? He's probably crashed his car trying to get like this. I don't know what what you're trying to buy, Sefi. Are you in the fucking trash pan or what? In the trash pan. In the trash panda, the bin. What are you buying, Steffi? But what am I buying? Where? What do you mean? Like, I'm not sure I understand what you're asking. Oh, bro, you didn't. Sandy just gave you such a beautiful explanation, there, man, dude. You're obviously not listening. You're probably looking out for the cops because we all know you're a drug dealer and not really a fucking doctor. Oh yeah, well. I'm still driving. I haven't like sat down to buy anything yet. I just don't know. So Emporium Emporium dropped the alpha tonight. Oh sorry, the sorry the better. Uh dude, like is there's a new NFT marketplace on Huahua or Chihuahua, whatever you want to call it, I don't know. And it's hot as fuck. It's like Bro, imagine you crash now at 120 mile an hour. And you burst into flames and you're incinerated. Uh, it's a little bit hotter than that right now. Okay. Jesus. So focus on, the road. focus on the road, Steffi, please. I don't want to continue this conversation. I'm I'm a big believer in you. I don't want to focus on the road, bro. When you when you stop at the gas hole, we'll have a conversation, yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to leave in just like five minutes. I'm going to finish some some stuff off, and uh, we're going to go eat for dinner to celebrate the Emporium lunch with, with Zap. So I think it's going to be pretty fun.
So last question. We have been doing this, you and I, personally, for 15 months. Any complaints? What do you mean, any complaints? I just mean with the interviews and like what we've done, like, the, like, like any complaints. I know you've probably got like issues and mm, I'm on about live shows, like what we've dropped. I mean, Mall, we've never let you down. How many drops have we done live for you and now? It's like, this is like a match made in heaven, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I think we've done it like five or six times. I remember doing it at first, like just clicking on the on the button to release. I think it was like the second game of Rackham Bed. And I was stressed. I'm like, if it crashes, it's gonna be ugly. Robo, Robo, your mic is crazy. Oh, it might be the computer. Sorry. But yeah, what, what you were you saying, Mo? I heard I heard Mole perfectly well. Like, did you not hear Mole perfectly well there, no? Maybe your fucking earphones is fucked up. Like I did have like the fan next to me, but I've been there for ages. Anyway, listen, Mole, I've had so many fucking conversations with you. It's ridiculous. But uh, the second, like, you, if you, if anyone scrolls down to the bottom of Rack FM, looks at the second show, it's the AMA. That was the day on the AMA where everyone went like fucking hell. Like, this is where shit really happens. That's where the conversations about fucking raccoon as a service, like that every fucking thing happened. Like what we're now, May, we're talking July. Guys, 10 months ago, like 10 months ago, myself, Robo, and Mull bared our souls for like 45 minutes, like on a space, like bang, told the world everything about everything you need to know about raccoon. So if you didn't know, and you, you, but you need to go back and fucking listen, right? And Mole knows this. Like, that's why he'll always make time for us. That's why he's never, ever going to do another show other than us, ever. I know that. No matter who he works for. Anyway, Mole, take care. Go and have your lunch. Uh, I love you, brother. I love you like a brother from another mother, right? Take care. Yeah, exactly, man. That, that's how we said it from the start. But, uh, yeah, gonna, we're just going to take some time. Uh, to relax because it's man i think it was the biggest week we've ever had because there was like uh, the partnership we worked on stargaze on porium it's yeah it's a well-deserved day off tomorrow for sure and like thanks again for taking the time to to make a space discuss about everything and i always like to discuss about a lot of stuff that's what i like so thanks a lot guys love you love you too mol just want to say sorry I haven't been the most engaging and spiffy character today, but yeah, been a rough week. He, been a rough week. Well, 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 that's because you co-host didn't apologize to him because you've been playing your job role. Because Finn told us yesterday that we need to play the job role, right? And you've done that tonight, so didn't, di dude? If you apologize to him right now, you're a pussy in my eyes. So shut the fuck up, will ya? <laughs> <laughs> I just love I just love Mol so much. No, no, we I know we all do, but we all we this is really weird. And go on, um, Mol, fuck off. Go and go and have your lunch, whatever. 
Uh, this is what's uh, interesting, Bruce, is that we're realising that, like, about the work thing. Like, we're not even getting paid for this shit, guys, right? The the Finns, like, well, like, last Monday, you motherfuckers, man, you all wanted to be the host, and it was like, you're going to have to figure out, like, that, like, the one who is hosting this guy, like, because Bruce was interrupting me, as normal. <clears throat> Baybands was actually quite polite. Uh, Finn was didn't give a fuck as always, but like we were like, all right, okay, 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 okay. We need to like figure this shit out a little bit because I mean, look, people have stayed tonight, whether that be Don Tory down there or Al or Purabury or like uh, there's a lot home play, uh, sorry, Homestead, anybody, Brasco, especially like like and and especially Sandy, especially Sandy. Uh, you know you've got to keep that shit going. You've got to keep the entertainment, the engagement, the banter going. Like, like, I think the more people give uh, less fucks, less zero fucks, the better this like world is right now. No? Yeah, less fucks, but in the right ways. Right? Yeah, but I say something controversial and people get upset, but it's like purely tongue-in-cheek. And it might be relevant to like, I don't know, seat or posting, I don't know, a photograph of the prostitute or whatever, right? It might be like purely like like tongue in cheek or whatever, right? But like people then like, like, start taking it this tongue in cheek and like taking it like like yeah. Sandy, darling, uh, help me out. Listen, Sandy, I might be too old. I don't know, darling. Too many people are too uptight these days. These like millennials and Gen Xs and Gen Zs and blah blah are really uptight, right? Right now. Well, you know, we, we, we say they're uptight and, and they say they're uncomfortable and, you know, it makes them uncomfortable. And so they, they, they want to, they want like a balloon around them. And so, yeah, I, I actually kind of get scared going to the stores, you know, if I, the she, he thing throws me off a lot. And, um, and I'm, I'm not an old person in that way, but, uh, you know, I, I sometimes wonder if they're dealing with reality, some of them, and um, and and uh, some of them are quite smart and in here. So um, I don't know what to tell you. Isn't it identarianism, like this culture of uh, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm so far down that fucking, I mean, it's not for tonight, uh, Sandy, maybe we might finish and do an unrecorded one if you want. Uh, I'm so far down the road of like like this identitarianism, like like fractured like culture that we've got. It's absolutely staggering. I can't believe that where I came from, where I grew from, like my seeds and my roots have got to this stage where I'm like this old plant and I'm like in a garden that I no longer want to be in. And that's really like, like I know it's an analogy and some. Ten times better than Bruce's uh, regular ones, but say Bruce, I'm not on mushrooms. Uh, I, 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 fucking hell, Sandy, I, I'm 46, and I'm struggling with my reality on the world right now. There you are. Well, because you know, reality's changing as we speak. I mean, shoot, look, look at us. Look at how many hours we've been here today. Our reality's changing, and um, we know we're part of this great experiment. And, and then there's things we can't see that's interfering, right? Wait, wait, wait. Right, okay, Sandy. This like, what is a woman conversation? And the question and the the, the documentary that Matt like had to do 
blah, blah. What a fucking ridiculous fucking thing. Like, like seriously? So, Robo, um, Robo, this has been gone for three hours now, right? Recorded. Let's end, let's end it. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's end it. And uh, if you yeah, want to keep going, let's keep boot up on recorded. I'll let you. I'll let you hook up one, Bruce. I'll let you hook up one, right? Okay. I'm done. I'm done for today. No, you're done when we say you're done. And now for this. <laughs> nah, man. I'm only joking. Oh, you man, Terra Spaces is here. Hello, buddy. How are you doing, you motherfucker? Let's get a few people up in this fucking joint, yeah. So, what's been happening today? Uh, Dow Dow makes you want to fucking commit suicide at times. Like, seriously? Anyone that's been around Dow Dow and spent any time over on there, you will fucking want to eventually kill your fucking self. I don't know about you lot. I've been spending a little bit of time peeping over on Enterprise, pulled up the little petticoat, see what she had to offer, and fucking hell, man. I'm like... I'm going from the 19 fuck 1820s to fucking 2000 and fucking 19 or something. Like, what's going on? I feel like from Enterprise and Dow Dow, uh, one's got features, one's got UI, aye. One's got Jake, and I don't even know how the fuck the other pleb is. Anyway, raw. Oh, we've got some people in the room. Shall we? Shall we go there? I think tonight's going to be a big one, a funny one. We're going to transfer 20% of the mint now to Michael. He's really bad. Uh, I think this could, could be funny. Nah, bit of a cunny fun tonight. Anyway, Finn, Bruce, you're up. If you want to come in. Hello, Finn. Oh, is Twitter working today? So is the crap shoot. 50-50, what's it going? I take everything back, Finn. I take everything back. You were fucking right all along. Honest to God, about like Dow Dow. A dude that blew up two computers today. You're totally right. Yeah, like, you like, be lit- careful. That, that shit will blow your uh, phone battery up. Don't have that shit next to your head. If you feel it getting hot, like throw it in the water or something. Get it away from you. So, bro, the, even, like, I mean, the JSON was mad. The JSON was like about a four-hour experience. And bearing in mind, I had the addresses, like everything was going to go ahead like last night, et cetera, et cetera. Shout out, Madman and B-Bands just jumped in the room. Uh, dude, I mean, the JSON with tardigrades uh, took about four hours. Uh, uh, we realized like a few things, like I tried to put the hashtag in the fucking token ID and blah, blah, blah. Like every fucking, st- it's not like, uh, I'd, uh, listen, eventually, guys, uh, these systems, these dApps, these UIs are going to have to say to you, dude, you didn't do this instead of giving you some error message that you can't even fucking read. I mean, these people are like, there are some coding tools because you're a non-code pleb. And then they give you the error, error message in fucking pleb terms. And you're like, bro, you've created this system because I'm a pleb. And now you're telling me I haven't done what I'm supposed to do because I'm a pleb. And you're doing it in plebish language that I don't even understand. I mean, well, welcome, Bruce, in a minute. But Finn, where do you go with this? Like, say that error message, right? Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. 
makes zero sense to me. All I can see there is that you're using more gas than you gave it. <laughs> yeah, I have no fucking idea, but you know, that's what happens. This shit's beta. Like, it's not made for prime time yet, obviously. Uh, and that's just on the kinda... water, There's plenty of gas. So we plenty do of gas. gas shouldn't be a problem, Finn. Right? No, but when in, in these contracts, when there's an error, it spits out way more gas than you should be using to kind of let you know that there's an error. <laughs> uh, it's dumb, but that, that's, you know that's how it works. Dude, you know, the worst thing, I'm going to say this about Dowdow right now. Every time you've had like the functional error with like the red code, you must hard refresh and go back into the Dow and initiate or start again. I mean, fair play, the contract, if you've written a description, et cetera, et cetera, that will be saved. So like, it's not like you're having to type all your shit again. Like, Lena, that should be on a Word doc anyway, so you can copy and paste. But like, it's like every single time Dow Dow says that you're wrong, you have to like completely fucking fuck off, back out, come back in, start again. Like Tardy Great and I last week, like the the JSON was perfect, wouldn't go through. Went out, did a hard refresh, bang, ninety one NFTs dropped. I mean, literally, Finn. I saw like the wallet names and stuff on like who bought it. It's only twenty five people. I'm desperate to get this out. Like it's like. I'm really desperate, like for everyone to get this now. I know you're waiting, bro. I'm, it's not me. I didn't fuck up. I mean, I kind of was going. I mean, I'm not up. waiting. I I can listen to the song. I'm not waiting. I just feel bad for everyone that like put in pre-order and was expecting it and and wasn't able to get it. But that's. I mean, everyone knows that. Anyone that's interacting whoa, 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 with whoa, any whoa, of this whoa. shit, whoa, whoa, they whoa, all know whoa. that. No, 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 Finn. We said we would close the registration. At that time, sorry, like I'm too. We said when the show started, we would close it down. We didn't say like it'll be in your wallet in like fucking two hours or whatever. Like we said, we would try and get it out, but like it's dowed out, right? Dude, everything else is taken care of. Like, like at my end, like the JSON's in there, blah blah blah. It's just fucking dow being a cunt. Well, well, I don't know. It'll figure itself out very shortly. I'm gonna get on the case now, anyway. Uh, in the build up, and let's welcome Bruce. In the build-up to Emporium, uh, are we going to transfer the first 20% to Michael, yeah? I did say 25% a day, hoping it might bump the mint, but like when it, when it didn't, I was like, okay, well, 20% will send it, you know? Shall we send some money to Michael tonight? Because he's really bad, by the way. Yeah, send it all. I mean, whatever, send it, full send. Well, I said, I said if we got to 75%, we would just like burn the rest. I was like, wait, it's not, it's not about us. Like, if that's what, like, people want to think. and I mean, listen. Listen, there's something to be said about timing, and the timing was fucked. Yeah, Out of our also, control or not, that's just what it is. Also, there was people that had a chance to push, like, like to mention it on their shows last night that didn't, right? Timing. Yeah, yeah we might not be the hottest turd in the manure pile at the moment. You understand what I mean, though? Uh, yeah. I was already in DMs saying like, like, bro, you know, and I'll giving each other loads of shit, but you know, there's some things that matter, some things that count, and like, holy fuck, I mean, you can tweet all you want about things being such a like big success and that, but like, bro, was it? I mean, I woke up a few hours later, there was like eight live views and like eighty 
on the on the actual space. It's grown grown a little bit, but like then there's like tweets after like, oh what a huge success. It's like, dude, your numbers probably dropped if you go back and look at the last three or four weeks or last three or four Yeah, episodes. but it's it's again web three, success is relative, man. You know? If two people listen, that might be success, you know? It's all relative. I'll never forget though who did like who did promote the the wheelchair mafia. Even we didn't want to kill it. Like we didn't think it was a project. Watch your mic, Bruce. We didn't think it was a project that needed to be shilled. We really didn't. Like like that was a whole thing. I think it was a case of like we shouldn't have to go there and like do what others do. But uh, I tell you what, if if my mate. And and I was in the DMs with them like like literally every day, twenty times a day. Like if they were doing something like that, like I would have at least like not focused on myself, and then made the show just about like one thing, like one like literally one the whole entire show was about one thing. I would have like tried to like be at least well, you know, try and feed some sick dogs. Anyway, fuck that. We've got nearly a grand, right? That's what matters, right? Doesn't matter if we mint out twenty percent. We burn the rest. It that feeds all of the dogs for the next two days. So he's gonna all sleep at night. Like think about, it, he's got thirteen hundred dogs, right? It's probably the next three days he's gonna be able to feed these thirteen hundred dogs. That'll be like four thousand meals, right? I'm I finding it kind of hard to to sleep at night because all I can think about is how bad I want to chariot race some dogs just from looking through these NFTs. Bro, I nice job, Bruce, by the I listen, way. I listen, I listen, I listen, you two, when I'm not there, you two, last night, talking about, oh, well, if they don't eat them and they don't fucking fight them against each other, well, at least they can race them. Bruce is like, oh, it's much better for them, you know. You two, when I'm not there, man, you just need a fucking adult in the room, you two cunts, right? We're not dog people. You're the dog person. <laughs> dog people are weird, man. And all I know, I mean, you know, Dogs, there's dogs everywhere. So I'm I'm glad these dogs are getting getting the help that they need. But maybe um, humans should be a little more fucking responsible and stop breeding every kind of fucking dumbass dog just because oh this one looks cute. Like bro, your dog has like eight genetic defects and it can barely breathe. Like cool, it looks cute. That fucking thing is suffering. Put it down. Like there's so many gross dog farms and shit. Like there's a reason there's so many dogs running wild. And I, I feel like we get to the root of that issue. Maybe humans well, could be so dog greedy. And also, shit. also, I'm pretty sure I've seen people race dogs before. I'm pretty but sure it's not my idea. That applies to Finn in his country. Finn, when you go out to other countries where there are wildlife feral dogs, like in like Thailand and blah blah, and then what happens is here, like like people will leave. And they'll be like moving from like after move from a house to a fucking flat or so. And dude, they just like literally like leave the dog on the street. It's like kind of mad here, the attitude towards animals. It's actually quite like for me, I mean, 11 years, I've never been able to accept the like Thai attitude animals. And like even with me wife sometimes, like, 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 like didn't get me wrong. So Karen, blah, blah, blah. But, like they can just be like, bang, right, bye bye. And it's like, like when Mwan died. And uh, she obviously like went up uh, up north into the country for a few months, right? 
And uh, at, like at the end of her life, right after Winston was born, yeah, to get a bit of peace. And I didn't even know, man. I mean, Mrs. was like, oh, yeah, she died like last month. And yeah, me dad buried under the mango tree like me. Like, like so matter, like as if like uh, someone saying, yeah, uh, what do you want on your sandwich? What do you want? What, what pizza do you want tonight? I'll, I'll order your pizza. What do you want? It's like, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, sh- what? She, she's dead? Like, and, uh, like, what? Like, uh, uh. And you just like choked because like you just kind of believe that they can talk about shit like that. No, oh, it's really bad. It's really bad out there. Like the attitude. It's animal. all relative. It's all relative. Well, at least they didn't eat them here. I mean, I heard you talking about fucking people eating dogs last night. Man, not that you know of. Not that you know of. You know that's just happening though. In Thailand, the dog. Hungry yeah, you get hungry enough. Yeah, exactly. So, tell me about this emporium. Are we live? What, what's uh, what's the deal with that? Uh, it should be in forty-five minutes, right, Brooks? Yep, forty-four minutes. There's right. going to be eight, eight free batches or eight free mints of eight oh. different batches from eight different projects. And if you're going to make it, if you make all eight of them, that's going to give you ten lottery tickets for a. Lottery that's gonna have four times fifty dollars prices, the four prices of fifty dollars for four lucky winners. You know what we should have done? We should have uh, got a wahwa out of the treasury, and we should have got it ready, and we should have bought some NFTs with it. Just like I told Bruce to buy the gelato bottom, where I told Bruce to buy the gelato floor with a fucking Gary Omniflix, right? <laughs> we should have done that, dude. Yeah, we should have done that. Aye. That was also at the Omniflex Pigo top, right? Right around three dollars. Oh, dude! No, no, Omni, Omni was fucking only about one seventy at the time or something. Are you sure? Because I was sitting. I'm pretty sure I was sitting and talking with you about swapping Omniflex around two point six. Oh, that was after. Well, after. Sure, what it was. No. Oh my goodness! Hey, we lost your woman. Holy fuck, I'll tell you what. My goodness. I felt like that, uh, you know, when you got in the river. What's it called, Finn? You're a fucking Christian, aren't you? Baptized. Uh, that's the one. I don't know, I feel like some mad baptized, like... Drowning? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yet, and yet, I still woke up, like, just, like, wanting to choose violence. <laughs> I'm like, that little cunt. That little cunt. I know exactly like what he's done when he said that little. And I'm just like, oh, Robo, for fuck's sake, shut the fuck up, will you? Fucking wanker. I've had enough. Yeah, man, baptized. Is that what happened last night, Brucey? Baptism? I was hoping nah. you It was a perch. It was shining out the light. So in Buddhist practice, oh, this, exorcism. Uh, exorcism. Mm. That's what. Nah, you'll never, you'll never achieve that, I don't think. Like, I'm just that guy, man. I'm just, like, so protective. I'm like the... the I'm the pretty sure, Robo, Robo, I'm pretty sure if we put you in a human centipede and put you in the middle part, you would eventually be exercised. <laughs> Bruce, that was, like, really, like, even for me, a bit too far. Yeah. Hey, you don't... That's what I do. I am very funny, and then I will take it too far, like, 700 oh. times. 
and I will did find new friends after adverb, that. Did you just use the adverb very instead of the adverb slightly or not? Sorry. Oh, pretty sure. I have no idea what I'm talking about most of the time. So next yeah, time, I I'm, think you know more. I'm slightly funny. That would that would be more endearing, you know. That would that would embody the Bruce. Hey, this is the guy that had a hard time figuring out the bridge. Okay, so just cut him a little slack. <laughs> he's, he's he's doing he's doing what he can, you know. It's tough. This, out there this just because, like, I'm, I've I've seen so many bridges in my life, right? And I live on a tiny, tiny, tiny island in the middle of a city, so I'm surrounded by bridges, and all the bridges I use daily, and you know, no matter what way I want to go, if I want to go back or forth, I can just do it on the same bridge. Bruce is nothing, nothing more than a bridge over troubled waters. And you, Brucey, that's uh, I understand, dude. You're the bridge. I'm the violent river running underneath. We all need help. I know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, bro. The bridge needs a river to uh, to cross, right? Or else it's fucking not a bridge. Dude, I literally like woke up and I just looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, Robo, you're a much better guy now, aren't you? And the person I looked back went, no, you, you still would stab everybody in the fucking face, you daft cunt. Like, for all, <laughs> like for, literally, for all that shit, if I was face to face with your mat, I'll tell you what, like literally, it's got to a stage where like, that's it. Like some things in life, just get to a point where if you're so ever, ever, anyone face to face you you just know you're gonna throw it down like you just know like you can yet it's never gonna go like until that moment you know after that after a good dust up after what we call a settler uh, do you know what a settler is right after a good settler which is like oh like for me that's that's there's any spaces and coaching and talk and blah 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 for me like to be able to like sit down and have a pint with someone or talk to them on a space or whatever like like certain people i'm talking about it would literally have to be a dust up, like, like. I think I, th I think the settlers that you have had in your life and the settlers I have had in my life is a bit different, because the settlers I have had in my life is not me having a fight with anybody, it's me pushing the line for weeks and weeks and weeks and just pushing buttons, right? And then I get a beating, and then we become friends afterwards. And I go like, "Oh, sure, oh. yeah, I understand so you, why you, you beat me." You didn't notice up. that that just happened. You didn't notice that that just happened like last night. They're like pushing, pushing, pushing the line, pushing the line, and then getting the beating. Down. You didn't realize that. Oh that yeah, happened. no, we we realized it while we were cleaning up all the blood off the floor and the stains out of the carpet. <laughs> oh, we definitely realized it. You heard oh. Finn and I sitting in in the living room talking about what the fuck happened between our step parents. And I was hey. like, I'm pretty sure that it was your, you, Finn. And Finn was like, nah, man, all you, Bruce. The best thing, the best thing about last night was just like where the room went silent for about like about four seconds or something. That's a long time as well. And then all you heard, like it's about 33 minutes in, I think. And you just hear your woman B band score. You're forgiven, Robo. Like, like literally, that's it. And that's all you hear, man, in the entire tone of the room. Fucking completely changes after that moment. Actually, I mean, if you're gonna, if you, this is like live, fucking in public, and like, like, like anyone could have ended, like we could have ended that space at any time. Blah blah blah. But like, I mean, do you want to be a player, but do you want to actually like show people that, like, yeah, we are the people that listen to because, like, 
you're going to find out exactly what's going on. Like, this is it, you know. And, man, I felt shit. I, I've got to say it. Because I was having a conversation with B-Bands two days before about the same fucking thing. Like, and I use that. Like, like, like literally, I get that entire part. I'm like, Robbo, you fucking prick. Like, like you thought, like, she's kicking off about this in other places in Web3, right? And I'm like, I totally agree. And blah, blah, because I'm... I've said before, you know, we're all like, well, in fact, women are fucking way better than us, et cetera, et cetera. I've said about how I feel about fucking colour, gender, everything. I've, religion, I've said a lot before, man. I, I didn't give a fuck. I, I see people. That's it. I see dogs and I see people. And that's it in my life, right? But, I, I, like, I did feel that obviously someone had, because the five of us hadn't been messaged, Right. I just kind of was like, well, that's a dick move. And why is it a dick move? Well, it's a dick move. God, it's a bad. But I shouldn't have then went public and said that even like we all knew that was a dick move. We could have internally talked about that. I didn't have to go out there and kind of like, I mean, I wasn't using it, but I see how, you know, your woman would construe that I was and and was totally correct. And like, I was like, fucking Jesus, did, did I just do? What, like, I've called all these other plebs for? And yes, I did. So, like, it's good to get your behavior checked. But, like, like I said last night, I'm not that guy. I'm the other guy that's on, like, exactly on the correct side of the fence that, like, advocates for everything. But that one moment in time. And like I said, boys, I don't know. Like, we're, like, five brothers and one young, like, one little sister. And, like, five bros and one little sister's going to take care of that little sis, right? Like, not that she needs taken care of, but, like, you're going to do that, right? It's like inbuilt, it's inbuilt in your nature, Bruce and Finn, sorry, to protect like people and like or think you need to, you know. It's so like we have different ways of of showing our affection, right? And we have we come from different it's cultures and different affection or protection. It's the same thing, like the way we show affection in different ways. Some people show affection by standing in front of the moving train, right? Some people show affection by washing your feet or just being there for you. There's so many different ways of showing it. Like, and it's <laughs> shut up, Finn. <laughs> but there's so fucking there's so many different ways of showing how you care. Some some people cook, some people clean, some people make money for you, some people suck your dick. You no, know? some some people pick you up after school. Some people is only there when you're having a good time. And some people are only there when you're having a bad time. Dude, standing in front of the train is pretty much like useless for everyone concerned. Right? Punching that train in the face head on with a fucking gigantic fucking Hulk fisk and then trying to fucking chew its face off, that might get you somewhere. But like, I, I, I mean, I've been trying to be a pacifist, a real pacifist now. For a long, long fucking time. I've really, really have. Like, I've only gotten in proper serious trouble in Thailand like three times and kind of like twice were deserved. And then one was like my fault. Like, like I'm, I've just been on this pacifist like thing now since like what? Fucking the, the late 90s, early 2000s. Like fucking 20 odd years. 20-odd year right now, I've wanted to be nothing but a pacifist, like, totally, like, like, 
at raves and that, like, hello, matey, have you watched your name, what you're on, let's have a dream, blah, blah, you know, just that guy, right, I, I walked away from, like, all the fucking horrors, etc. I've had enough, Bruce, right, Finn? Like, but you still kind of, like, how do I say this? You can, I tell you what, you can take the man out of England, or you can take the man out of Sunderland, you can't take Sunderland out the man. There's a thing that runs through me where I grew up in, like, the, you know, the roughest of times, and like in a mining village, and I had to go to a different school. Every other kid, I had to fuck, come home, get bullied, fight. I've said this before in the interview with McGain's and them, that, like, this isn't any secrets. Like, six, seven months before me fucking family moved, man, getting bullied, bashed all over every night. Do I give a fuck? Did, like, what did I do? Went and found a gang, right? Started running with a gang in the city centre. Did what I did. Like, like you know, Finn, some people haven't lived certain lives in this industry, right? And there's people who want to come and hang without us cats. And I know Bruce has lived a life or two, by the way. And Finn. Uh, but, and a few other people. But there's there's cats that come and, like, try to, like, want to hang with us. So, like, bit, like and, and they're kind of, like, plebish people, right? And... They didn't really have like that social like intellect, and they've never really like been around like people and you, you, environments. Like you know what I'm talking about? Like literally, their parents have took them to and from school. Yeah, right. They got the uni. They thought they were free. You know, the parents paying for everything. Like, and then they start taking drugs during uni. They might sample mushrooms. Oh my god, you know, and they come out and blah blah. And dude. It's so fucking fake. It's really fake. Like, it's embarrassing. I said about this before the other week, remember? That was on the recorded show when I talked about these uh, people who don't start taking drugs until they're like uh, 26, 28, 30, 35. Like, you'll hear about people like doing DMT or something for the first time at 35 and like it cracks them up or whatever. And you're like, bro, I've been. That's me. That, that was me, man. Dude, I've been training my brain since 11. I was taking acid and mushrooms. I like eleven years fucking old, man, laughing in front of my mum. Just been talking about it today with Alice and them. Like literally in England in in the late eighties, early nineties, fucking drugs were everywhere. Acid was everywhere. Everyone was high, and I just was in the right place at the right time. Where my mum was bad, my dad was working busy. I mean, they didn't have a lot of time or energy or effort for me. They had a bit of money, but you know. Like, and we just moved into a new house, so actually money was a bit tighter. Dude, I was left to fucking run free. I mean, thing was, I've been getting bullied for six months, and then, or seven months, right? and then we move house, and then I moved to this place where all the kids are taking drugs. I mean, what, what, what's going what's gonna to happen? What's, what are you going to do? Like, literally, the kids like, across the road, next door, blah, blah, they're all on drugs. But I left this, like, mining town, like, where they had fuck all money and they were all, like, little thieving cunts. And drugs really weren't, like, prevalent on the estate. When we moved, like, middle class, fucking, all, like, literally, honest to God, I fucking rolled up on it. Like, they were fucking smoking fucking joints outside in the street, like, rolly black, taking fucking tabs, key wings, like, if anyone can remember the acid tabs, purple arms, like, Finn, you, I know you're an old fella. You must be able to remember the old paper acid back in the day, right? The tabs, yeah? Oh, yeah. Purple Orms were one of the most famous in the world, right? Around about 1988, 1989. 
like literally like the biggest big like you can get on the internet and say this information anyway yeah it's relative it's a regional thing you know different spots had different shit going on at different times did you ever have micro dots there are micro dots oh i've had macro dots micro dots polka dots i mean connect the dots Ah, you take number. The audience might not know you're taking the piss, but I'll tell you what, micro dots under your eyelid or, or like under your dap's eye, under your foreskin eye. Fucking Jesus, bro, those things. Did you bro. say foreskin? Ah, you know, you, you, you know, you're fucking bellend at like your jap's eye, right? No? Have, you, have you never had a trip under your foreskin before, no? <laughs> Didn't no. They tell me. What? This guy. This guy. No, I had a friend like, once that well. took a. Right, he took a, a liquid dose bit. in his eye, but uh, he had the LSD in a, a breath assure uh, bottle and he bro, didn't clean it out first. And it was very minty and it burned the fuck out of his eye. And the rest of the night, he was like not having a good time. I thought you so were I don't, talking I don't put about in my eye. I've done it in the, my eye. I, I thought you were talking about my fucking foreskin. I, I've had it under me. No, he is. Before. He is. I'm not because I'm, I'm an adult. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Bro, bro, I've had me cock in a bag of fucking coke, in an ounce of coke before, just rubbing the cunt all over, like, for your woman, like, like, literally, like, like, the shit you can put on your dick, like, if you get the right stuff is absolutely mind-blowing beyond belief. But, eh, uh, it's a lot slower than the eye. I did notice this, though, right? Yeah, so, bro, I also know about the bag and the blowdart, but, right, but... Are you not having the he's not Bruce is not having the foreskin story. Bruce is like Bruce is sitting there, he's like not having it out. Finney's like, nah, dude, he's not having the story. Bruce, my goodness, man. Have you not heard me talk about Stevie Nixon, that man from the fucking Fleetwood Mac? Getting the fucking coke blown up a ass off the roadies, man. Come on, give one. Yeah, I know, I know about a back alley blowdart. I know what that is, bro. A back alley blowdart. <laughs> Back alley blood. Holy like God. that one? Finn, we might need Finn, we might need to leave this space like dude and like start again before Mol comes in. Because if they think like they might come in and we're like, oh, what about the platform? And your man just like fucking back alley blood hearts. Holy fuck, Bruce. Bruce, can we change the conversation, please? Honest to God, I'm I'm crying. Uh, uh, look who's just jumped in. Can I can I give a shout out to the room? Can I give a shout out to the room? Like we've got amazing people in, right? We've got uh, Sandy's just jumped in, but we've had Dizzle listening for a while. Uh, Risby, I think he might have had to jump in and out. Uh, Al's there, Mr. Fox, Madman, Felido, GSA Smiles. I mean, get Sandy up to speak. Because uh, before the Emporium guys goes live, we might as well do like a transfer. We hit 20%, so we might as well, like, live, like, see some money go, so we can say, like, the on-chain activity. Uh, hello, Sandy, darling. Hello. Oh, my goodness. I'm starting my Saturday morning after my chores with you. Hello, everybody. You know, I, I think about you all as soon as I open my eyes. First, I think, do I have any pain? And if I do, it means I'm alive because I'm over 50. And then I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on on Twitter with the Cosmos people? And boy, are things hot today. I got to hurry up and get everything done so I can go over to the Flixverse and, and, and look at the bootstrapping with Adam and, and the stream swap and Flix. And so I'm really excited. How are you all doing? 
oh yeah, woman's golden, isn't she? She should just give me like 20%, 25% more energy than I've had all week just there in like one comment. Cheers, darling. You're a, you're a real blessing, aren't you? Yeah, that flick swap uh, bootstraps in an hour and 24 minutes is when the next one starts. So if anybody's wanting to get in on that, 500,000 flicks for Adams starts in an hour, 24 minutes. So definitely keep an eye on that app.streamswap.io is where you can find that. And also talking about Adam, if you have some rack, you can now deposit it in the new LP, in the new bow pool on Kojira and earn some rack and some Atom rewards. Courtesy if you of. can figure out how to bridge it. Did you get it bridged? Did you get it figured out? Oh, finally? yeah, yeah, bro, I did. I, th- I just thought I could bridge whatever to fucking Kuchi and then just walk. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. There's a reason there's a spot in that song about the, the relayers overloading the relayers. <laughs> like, it's deeper than, than that. But yeah, you got to make sure there's connection on each side and there's a, a relayer actually relaying <laughs> the, the shit. But the easiest way I've found is to just use the, 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 the biggest main, which in this case would be Adam get the atom there and then from there you can swap it into the usk or, or whatever you're trying to do uh yeah, it's, but it's yeah this pool right? is a rack and usk pool so check it out it's funny because i i that was my initial thought but i had all my money in rack on uh, on wind so i thought like okay i'm gonna swap it to adam but then i have to go all the way to cosmos hub and then to fucking coochie why can't i just oh it's so my rack? What ended up happening was Bruce, me sending Rag and Juno Bruce. back and forth. Bruce, yeah. breaking news. Rag FM is not for you to shill your bags. What you're doing in the nest, you daft little pleb, little fucking cunt. What you no, doing? Was, hey, Where just you, one no, time. No, 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 no. Wait, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey I'll, you'll be, you'll, I'll put a prop up to boot you out of this motherfucker if you do that again. I've never done that in my life, you cheeky little cunt. Now get that out the nest. Now. It's no. good. It's good. It's now. good you didn't look out. How about it? It's good. Now. You... now. <laughs> get that out the nest now. Now. Chubby baby. Look at him taking a playbook out look, of Chubby baby. baby. Where just is he? Get him up in the room. Where is he? Is he here? Get Chubby baby. No, no. I'm just saying that's a, that's a Chubb's move, what he did there. That's a Chubb's move. Except he was move. talking. Oh, I like the oh. mister. That was fun. By the way, I, can somebody uh, tell me, you're all one smart queen. here. Am I supposed to buy the pepper queen or not? Uh, I haven't had time to look into that. Not now. No. Not now. No. Not now. Buy me, Buy me, Is that, is that, I mean, come on. Pepe, really? You, you buy no. Missa. You buy Missa because no. everybody missed fucking Pepe. They buy Missa. It's for, the, for those of us who didn't fucking buy it. Bruce, Bruce, you didn't have to delete all fucking sixteen. You could have left one up there for the crew. I mean, I was only, I was just like, you know, bro. it's okay, it's okay. Do you woman, put sixteen up there? Do you woman Sandy yes. a lifeline here? Put one up in the nest, man, Bruce. You can have one. Come on, we'll give you the one, dude. <laughs> but all, this one, all joking aside, if Pepe's still over a billion 
market cap, it's probably too late. I don't see it going much further than that. But then again, who knows? I fucking got out at 250 because people were like, oh, this is fucking dumb. I was like, I know it's dumb, but check this out. A billion. No way. There's no way. And then guess what? Four days later, it happens. So fuck me, I guess. But yeah, I, I definitely would goal. not go in above a bill. I mean, I don't see where else it's going to go from there, but down. But I, I don't know. Nobody knows. I'm in three fucking shit coins. I'm in Mong, I'm in Guac, and I'm in Mesa. Guac and Mesa hasn't take off, taken off yet. So that's it. Yet. Listen to him. Listen to that hopium. Hasn't taken off yet. But we're hopeful soon it will. And my $50 ETH gas fee will be worth it. Hopefully. <laughs> my my 80, $87, $87 gas fee. Thank you very much. And a mistransaction. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I'm... You didn't get the mistransaction, did you? Oh, oh yes. Man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's, that, that kills you, doesn't it? Bro, I had to onboard more cash. It fucking kills. And I'm a new boy, but I have no idea what I'm doing. Man. I'm going to change my original plan because my original plan is working. You know, when I read about Adam, when it was like four or five dollars, nobody was like going, yay, to the moon, Adam. It was just like boring shit. You had to read and follow charts and, and doing actually research. And then, you know, and then I came into Omniflix and I'm like, oh. This is going to be some shit. But oh, Stanley, yeah. But what happened with that? Some it never mooned. It went to fifty dollars, and I was able to, you know, make a bunch of good trades, and 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 I still, you know, believe in the actual Cosmos ecosystem. You know, I, I know there's funny stuff when it comes to money. People do funny stuff. Even like your brothers and sisters will rip you off. So I know anywhere there's money and power, there's going to be funny business going on. That that's just the nature of the world. So I figured, but if the system is set up so that there's enough good people building it, it should work out. And you know what? I thought, you know what? When Cosmos system starts having NFTs, I want to be a creator because now I realize there's going to be a lot of people staking this and that, and then they're going to want to buy some of these NFTs. And then, and then things that I didn't even know were possible are happening. Like I forget what project it was, but they came into an Omniflix space and they talked about in the near future, we'll be able to uh, use our NFTs as collateral to borrow crypto. And, and, you know, and I made them say it in plain language, just like, you know, I said to you and I thought, huh, that's great. So I, I just realized, you know what, this hype stuff, let's go to the moon. I, I'm just going to just stick to like the practical things that I understand. And, and you know what, like my fantastical animal collection that's got over a thousand, over 300 of them have sold. And I figure Omniflix has only been in play for about a year. And I'm averaging about one NFT sales a day just in that one collection. So steady as she goes. And in, and in the process, I'm going to support other projects that I think are like mine and, and are worthy that are caring. So Andy. I bought dogs. I bought those dog uh, NFTs Sandy, while yet. Sandy, well, while you're here, darling, because we have it 20% mint. So, like, Michael is bad, by the way. Guys, I want to really, like, tell you this. Uh, is it uh, recorded? But, like, he, he should be okay with me saying this. Uh, in the last, like, 48 hours, uh, Michael, like, lost over 35% of his blood. Uh, he's had a serious, like, ulcer, uh, like, ruptured, blah, blah. 
like I, I, the way that what we're gonna do now, I think it has even fucking more. Like, like not, not. It's not about the impact or anything like that. It's about what the what it resonates with us. That like, oh fucking hell. You know what I mean, he was gonna be here. Like today, he was gonna come on the show early at the night and talk about it. Yeah, like I arranged with him. Uh, he was gonna try and come on last night, but he had a business meeting. And he was like, but then that was cancelled, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, we should, Brucey, can you help me out? I need Bruce's help a little bit. But while Sandy's here, we're gonna give the dogs like the money that we've got. I think it's eight hundred and something dollars, and it'll be like literally like waiting for them, Bruce. We're going to do everything on chain. You were adamant. I mean, you're the, you're the guy that created the collection. You were, I said I could do the Thai bank transfer, but you were like, well, why not do it like on chain, the whole process, right? Remember? Yep. Uh, yeah. You just DM. Can you DM the RackFM account? Uh, Michael's Adam address, and there should be probably a memo, because I presume he's on a sex. I'm going to check. I'll, we'll, we'll transfer it over now, yeah? Are we going to do an Adam transfer, right? Yeah, I think that's... Hello, bro. Uh, I'm getting rugged, aren't I? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I hear you both. Sorry, who's, oh. who's, who's still in the room? Can Finn you... Sandy? For, I feel like I'm getting rugged here. Oi. Can you Where not you hear are? him? Can you hear, can you hear me? Yeah, I don't think he can okay. hear us. I can hear all of you, but I think getting maybe... Rugged, um, Two you guys can't hear each other. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna close down and reopen the app. I'm just on the the man that rescues dogs homepage right now. Gonna find everything. Yeah, I shared that yesterday in the AI chill space. Last night I was up on Discord and making AI art, and and I told everybody I shared the art. You know, first I shared it because of the artwork, but then I slipped it in there. Hey guys, you know this is for wheelchairs for dogs so check out this project and um you know but uh i, I i'm 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 hoping he'll come back up here is he gonna come back up here dog chariot racing we we prefer the term dog chariot racing oh thank you for correcting <laughs> me dog chariot racing because you know that's what it is they, they don't think about it as a wheelchair they think they're just running around that video of the dog he's all hopping up and down he's like so happy like ready to just go race his chariot his new shiny chariot I, I, that shit makes me smile inside when i think of it that way am i am i back or not because i've got a blank screen here on twitter can you hear me hey there yeah, he is oh can you hear dog, us no i but twitter's so bad right now literally there's no one in the room except me <laughs> like literally I'll have to screenshot it. Uh, Brucey, did you give me his Adam address or not? I'm looking for it. I can find his Doge Okay. Address. Well, if if not, we can do... I mean, I can do the bank transfer straight away. That's no problem. It's not like even like he kind of needs a kind of thing. It's like a reserve. Like, the Adam's probably like, you know, sit there to the market reverses a little bit, but it just would be nice live to send something, right? Do you have... Uh, are you doing it on a phone? Well, I'm sitting out in the garden because it's like, you know, fucking Saturday night, fucking, what time is it? I'm chilled. I mean, the dogs are not out because there's no way they're coming out right now. It's like quarter 12, bro. I'm sitting in my little lazy boy chair. Like, I can go and grab a tablet or PC or whatever. You, what, 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 what do we need? What do we need? Oh, it's just because I'm, I can find QR codes of his Doge. Bitcoin and ETH deposit address, but I cannot find his atom apparently. 
I thought you said to no, me. No, didn't you say he D? Well, did you? Didn't he DM you the Adam address? No, he didn't. I thought you said he DM'd uh, it to you. Oh. Bruce. You better hit him up and get that shit. Bruce, when I, I, no, no, Bruce and I had a conversation about this other day, right? Remember, remember, mate? Yeah, 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 was, yeah, yeah. And I know he has had some because you write about getting Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. We talked about whether we should do it through the Thai bank account. Not, I mean, I'll, I'll bang it through my Thai bank account in seconds. I'll just have to go on there, seven lights exchange and do it, but I'd rather not. Like, not for my purposes, but for, like just for transparency purposes, I'll still post the screenshots, but you know. Yeah, I would prefer the the on-chain option. See, I know he's got the angel uh, wallet, right? And the endowment thing, but like we didn't want to be doing that, right? That wasn't our plan. Like we wanted to do shit ourselves, kind of just in yeah. our way, like, like right now, yeah? Fuck it. Like yeah. if there's any Adam address, I'm just going to send them the cash. Uh, Mall should be coming on soon, and dude, I'm getting rugged again. I'm gonna have to jump out and see if I can come back in. Right, one minute, Rose. Do that. You could and also you got, just go ahead. Can somebody me. tell me what, uh, what is this uh, showcase Imperium Beta? So, what is like what's the purpose of this? What, what are we doing in this space today? What, what should I be learning and paying attention to? So, Imperium is a marketplace the only NFT marketplace on Chihuahua that is currently being finished and developed by the Raccoon team devs. Um, and today is the beta release. We had the alpha release, I think, a month ago or something like that, right, Finn? Did Bruce... Yeah, it was when... Uh, did Bruce... Yeah, it was like a month or so. Did Bruce go all corporate there while I was away? <laughs> did he? Did he, Finn? Did he try, Finn? Did he? Oh, uh, he's just trying to keep the the room on what the title of the room is and answer helpful questions that people have about what the emporium might perhaps be all he's about. He's doing well, isn't he? The more fucking shit you give him, on the better he does. Like, like literally, oh my goodness, I can't believe people came after Bruce. They really fucking offended me so much when they did that. Like, I, I was like, bro, don't don't. We worry needed about a Europe. It, bro. Uh, we needed a European connection. That that like. Bro, who couldn't understand we needed a European, like, radio, we needed a radio Luxembourg. This is World War Two, and if you know what I'm talking this is so, Radio Luxembourg. Hey, why don't, listen, why don't you guys just go to his entry on the Angel Marketplace? You can donate Juno or Adam or Axel USDC right there. And it doesn't have to go in the endowment account. If you hit the advanced options, you can just say make all of it 100% instantly available. And then it won't go into the endowment account. It'll go into his active working account. And is it not? If you wanted to do it that okay. way. Is there not an Adam that address way. that we could just like, like just send it ourselves? No, I can't find it. Sorry. Not this it. way. This, this is all through angel giving. Uh, okay. But they do take Juno and Adam now, and you can put it all into the working account. Currently, it looks like he's got $685 in the endowment account and $190 in the current account. So if we just toss that into his current account, I mean, it'll be there for him and it'll all be on chain. That That's what I would do. But obviously, whatever you guys want to do. We could just write him a DM as well. And ask for his address. 
because you do accept almost every cryptocurrency. Yeah, available. I didn't. I mean, I've got to presume he's through like a, a sex. I presume he, I think he's through like BitCup. I didn't. I mean, obviously today I didn't want to prod him, you know, if he's bad. Uh, but I mean, I could I could have got that in for, but I just like wasn't obviously thinking that because I thought that was publicly available. Like, wait, because when we had the conversation, yeah, thought, bro, so the like, I, I was like, really? oh well, I can just transfer I it. And like the Adam, so available and never check. Yeah, yeah, I no, 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 I'm not talking talking about that. I'm just mean like if we'd had an Adam address available, like we could pop it through. Because really, I mean, you wouldn't want to pop it through in any other currency, right? We can now, but he starts like losing money in fucking fees and shit. Like, like that's the thing. There's like eight hundred in stars. What do we do? Cash it straight out and put it through a Thai bank and give it to him. Maybe that's the best thing, right? Live, yeah. Mm, I'm not sure. I would Bro, like to I have just, it on soon. I think what I Finn just told you what to do. Go to his page here. Here's the link, and then just donate it right here through Angel. That's what Angel's there for. The link is in the, the GC there. So, wait a minute. He has, he has access to that immediately? Yeah. You if can send when, it up. Here, send it to me, and I will fucking do this for you guys. Good. Jesus Christ. Will this ya? shouldn't be this hard. Will ya? This shouldn't uh, be this hard. Okay. Well, it's like send midnight. The stars. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it. I get it. Send the stars to the Terra Spaces stars account, and I will throw it into his uh, Angel active account because you have to make sure. I mean, you can do it, but when you do it, make sure you hit advance, slide that slider all the way to 100% so that whatever is being donated goes into his active account, not the endowment account, so that he can use it now uh, and not later. And I put the the link to his uh, profile on Angel up in the nest. There you go. There you go. But that's the trick. Like, if you just make a regular donation, I think it, it either splits it or it all goes into the endowment account. I forget what default is. But there's that advanced options, hit that, and you'll see endowment and then current, and then you just slide that over, and then you're good to go. And you can, send it, you can send it in Juno, Atom, or Axel USDC. Yes, it's so nice. Very nice. You will never get this. So I baked a fucking cake today. I'm going to eat all by myself. Nice. Yes, uh, do you want to go back now and answer Sandy's question? Oh, what was it with the Emporium? Yeah. What the fuck is the Emporium? There you go. Are yeah, the Chihuahua Sandy? part got me excited. I got gazillions of Chihuahua coins that I've been staking, so I I, I, I want to go spend it on something. So yeah, please tell me. And if it's an NFT marketplace, I want to go there too. Okay, okay, it isn't an NFT marketplace, and it's the next level NFT marketplace. Yeah, you haven't seen anything like this before. Still in beta, almost every feature is going to be released to tonight. And if you have a lot of Chihuahua, you should also go to chihuahua.raccoon.bet and then go to the sanctuary there and save some rabbit raccoons and participate in the game. It's a nice little NFT game that's been built. Did I I miss something? the The smarter that we get with technology and life in general, the more time we have to play, right? I mean, we did all of this to get away from the central banks and change our financial global system. And now we're like, yeah, 
good music, good games. Let's do it. And you know what? That's a good thing because we need to have fun. It's not fun without fun, man. And remember, fun and mental is, I can, is fundamental. I can officially confirm that the uh, 50-odd thousand or whatever it is have left the hot wallet and are now in the Turtle Spaces uh, donate wallet, and which will now be getting yeah. redirected in the right I'm way. I'm rich, bitch. I'm rich, bitch. See ya. <laughs> All on chain. I love it. I love it. It's like, okay, it's not my right, responsibility like, anymore. It's Finn's. <laughs> gonna pass this buck right over to Bruce now. Watch watch this get passed around. <laughs> you can end up in, in Mole's pocket. Mole, take care of this, would you? It's gonna end up in the Kuji, Kuji pool, the bow pool for... <laughs> no, all right. I will take care of this right now. Just bro, it's pretty cool, though. Wait, it's pretty cool. Like, like, uh, you know, Michael constantly like fights for. Fu- I mean, the fight for fundraising and the continuity and to try to build up. Like, I mean, it's uh, the costs. Like, I remember the costs in like twenty fucking thirteen, twenty fourteen, and then like when you hear about like the costs in like twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, like then what I'm more COVID and like the increase in the fucking dogs, like like. If you, I really wish he would come on. I mean, he will do, obviously, but and he's been on before. Uh, COVID killed them. I mean, loads of foreigners left the country. All the foreigners that left the country just left the dogs outside on the street because that's what Thailand's like. But not only that, loads of Thais like out of Bangkok and like the major cities like moved back up up country to the family and that you know because it was the money, like. Like it's a hard fucking break and story of like going from like three four hundred right to eleven hundred in your sanctuary and then another fucking two hundred on the street that you care for daily. It's like man, like and and obviously the medical care and blah. I mean, it's a full full facility with their own like on site vet. Like there's this see sanctuaries don't have what. They have, like, dog places, dog pounds generally don't have uh, an on-site, like, vet constantly. They'll, they'll have someone who'll come in. So, like, and, and the Parvo outbreak, I mean, you can go back and look to 2014, I think, 15. So about eight years ago, and man, he had this Parvo outbreak that was just insane. And I remember, like, like literally everybody having to fucking get involved to be able to help them out. And like, like literally the Parvo, it's weird because Parvo outbreak gave them this like springboard where they were able to start like perpetually like funding themselves. Like, but it, they're always just covering like the basics of everything. Do you know what I mean? There's no like extra operating costs to be able to like you know get by some more cages or bit, you know, some more tables for the doctor, like the vet or like the vet section or they're always just like managing to get by. But like he has these moments where like the King of Thailand who, who loves them, by the way, you know, the King's donated many times. He'll have these moments where like he get these like big contributions from the uh, municipality, uh, you know, uh, of the province or the king will send them stuff, or like, you know, the, like the foreigners, like we are, everybody tries to help. And it's like, people think a grand is not much. And like, I'm telling you, 
like you minted out 20%, guys, of the collection. And we'll, at 75, we'll burn the lot because Rack FM won't fuck all. In fact, if it, if we left it at minted 100, we'll just give it to them. Finn's record that we're, we're dropping right now, he's like, bro, whatever money comes from that, just give it to the dogs. Like, like none of us care about money, but we all care about making a difference and being represented in the world in the right way. Like, I think we talked about this many times, proof of reputation is going to become like in the future with Web3 and anonymity and et cetera, et cetera. Proof of reputation is going to become massive. How are you going to build that? Well, it starts today. It starts now. And you try to make a difference in the world. Yeah, Sandy? Sandy, well, Sandy's been making a difference in the world for a long time, man, guys. If you don't know anything about her or her history, she's a real lifelong, like, lover of, like, helping people like me. I connected with you the very first day, and I knew that we were birds of a feather who flocked together. And yeah, um, you know, it's just, I guess the, the bigger issue is that not everybody has the capacity to deal with the extra stuff. And you know what? There, there's levels of it. I'm in Laguna Beach. People come buy these plastic beach toys, play all day, and then they leave them at the shoreline. So I guess the dad and the mom, you know, they're just so tired with the kids and everything that they just don't even have the capacity to pick up these plastic beach toys and bring them by the trash can. So, you know, what's happened is the locals who live there on the beach, and many of them are very powerful CEOs, at sunset, we walk and we pick up this trash on the shoreline. And it's bad during the you know, three months. Or when, you know, loved ones die or, you know, the, the story you described about the dogs in Thailand and COVID. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I realized that when my mother got sick with cancer and died and all my other siblings freaked out and couldn't deal with it um, because they didn't have the capacity at the time. That's what it is. And so the people who stay and take care of those stray dogs who've been abandoned, um, they have the capacity. So. We do need to stick together. We do need to help. And, um, and I just feel like when you make a little bright light, you don't know how far that reaches and how many other people you help. And, um, and basically, there's just a scale in the universe of the good and the bad. And everything, every thought that you have, every deed that you do, you, you just put that on the Sandy, scale. Sandy, so you know. That's it. Sandy, you know, darling, there used to be a saying before, and it used to be like a, the uh english speaking world is divided into two parties uh those that have read tolkien and those that haven't this is like a famous like expression in a newspaper i think it was the times of london or the guardian back in the 40s whatever uh i feel that way about stray dogs or about like I, like mistreated or ill-treated dogs because i've got a real affinity with them right but like like i did i took on a dog uh at four that was like a really obviously a rare breeder shop here uh, had been, you know, in a puppy farm. Uh, they'd estimated that it had like, you know, at least like two litters a year. And for some reason, I was in a place in my life at the time that was like quite difficult. Like people might not believe it, that at the time, anyone who would have looked at me would have went, wow, Rob, you're like living the best life. But that was like just totally fake. Like there was so much pressure on it. Like, everything like we got the house we got married uh we got the car we got the, the second bike 
like like you know, money was flying hand over fist. But my missus like didn't even realise that like you know we need to tone stuff down. She still thought you could live the fucking high life of like singles. Blah blah blah. We had like we had the mother and the father that we got originally, and obviously we got the sharp here, the rescue dog with them. But then we had the puppies, and man, I, honest to God, I've gone through this time in my life where this dog, like, I felt like her. No, I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like I didn't have a place. Like like. Like, I, I felt like at that time that, like, literally, she loved me and I loved her. And that was pretty much, like, all my fucking life was, really. Like, and that was kind of wrong because, like, you know, my other dogs, obviously, were, 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 but it was just... A all right, hey. Anyway, I'll shut up. We're, we, we good. So, 59,000 stars. I, I like round numbers, so I turned it into 60,000 stars. Forgot that this angel thing's on Juno. So, had I swapped the atom. Then had to put it onto Juno, and then we made the donation uh, of eighty Adam. So uh, we we kicked in a few more just to keep the numbers round. Oh, uh, the actual lovely. the actual uh, conversion was like seventy six point seven nine seven three zero one. So yeah, eighty Adam lovely. done. Uh, the screenshot and the uh, the the link to the uh, the chain explorer in the the GC if you guys want to. Pin that up or, or whatever. Yeah, if people want to see it. Job well done, oh, yeah, everybody. Thank you. Awesome. Congratulations. Cong- what do you think, Sandy? 80 Adam. We've just done that in one day to like to us together. 80 Adam to like help out the dogs. How do you feel, Sandy? Oh my god, I just got the goosebumps. And you know what? I like that number. I like the number eight. So 80 is good. And that's a lot of money for you know just starting this project. Congratulations to you guys. Congratulations to all of us and congratulations to the good. And, uh, and you know, what you were saying earlier about uh, your reputation, Web3 and, uh, and, and all that, of course that's going to be true. It's true in the real world. It's going to be even more true on the web. So, you know, as you guys are building your reputation and all the things you're doing, um, people will know this because you know what? The blockchain doesn't lie. Okay. People are going to look at the history of the blockchain of who you are and what you're doing. And uh, I know this place is being recorded. I don't care. I'm going to say it. But I left Womanverse, uh, you know, community I started because the other founder wanted to use the money to buy our art and to fatten our wallet. And I'm like, no, that's not what Womanverse Museum is about. It's about onboarding, enabling other artists, and helping women around the world uh, be found. And so I left that because maybe today nobody cares. But you know what? People are going to look at the history. They're, they're going to see what you've been doing on the blockchain and who you are. And so in the real world, uh, my, my name is Bonakdar. So that's my last name in the real world. And, uh, and, and that actually means something. So, you know, when I went to Iran in 97, uh, my family's had a rep- good reputation for being uh, honest and good. So here we are in Web3. And, um, and, and it's good. I think Web3, crypto, I think making money is easy. Making money is not hard. Spending it is hard. Where you choose to spend your money, what you give value to, right? So these are the, this is something my mother told me. She's like, making money is easy. How you spend it is hard. Deciding how to properly spend it. So congratulations. And thank you, Finn, for going through all that and actually like getting it done and being so smart. Very nice. Yeah, thank you, Finn, for being very smart. 
<laughs> Don't say that. I just click the buttons, but yeah, it's it's good to be able to like help out and do that kind of shit, definitely, especially with you know everything that's going on. It's good to be able to do our do our little part and and help out where we can. By the way, I'm very smart too. My dad made me do all the VHS stuff, uh, anything that didn't work, and even at work in Department of Information Computer Science and Department of Ophthalmology at UC Irvine. Um, I helped everybody with their technical shit because I worked in Department of Information Computer Science in 1991. Back then, there was no Gmail, you know, any of that. And so we're all smart to be here, but there's levels of smartness. Like, I I actually don't know how to code. I'm really good at using shit, but I'm not good at... Yeah, I'm I'm the same exact way. When our our school got our first computer, the, the teacher was like, you mess around with this and then tell me what I need to know. And I was like, all right. And so like, that's how it went down. And we just got to play around with it. And then we told the teacher, like what the teacher needed to be able to teach the rest of the class, how to use it. It was like a Mac two SE or something. Like when they first came out, this was years ago, but yeah, like I don't know how to code at all, but I know how to interact and figure out, you know, what's going on. Uh, and the Emporium's live. Emporium.wtf. Uh, it, it might be live. It's live. Let's go. It might be live. By the way, I've been getting rugged for like 10 minutes. It might be live, but where are the devs? I mean, they said that we're joining. I mean, where are yeah, they joining? They, they, they will join. They will join in 22 minutes is what they said. They just wanted to make sure everything was smooth oh. and they wanted to be yeah. available to take care of any box in the beginning. I, I got a message 20 minutes ago that said they were joining in 14 minutes. So you're not, you're not, you've seen Snatch. You know the story. All right. Minutes. You said you said it would be five minutes, 10 minutes ago. Right. We well, you know that old story, right? How did you get me talking pikey again last night? For fuck's sake, man. Ben. Connect your wallets and mint your free NFT badges. Let's fucking go. I'm outside. I'm outside. It's got a spare wallet. What do I need to send from fucking Kepler Mobile? I'm not even anywhere near her. Like, you're all going to have so much fun. I'm so happy. I'd just rather just, like, sit here, like, like talk to you. After four hours of Dow Dow tonight, I mean, come on. You lose the will to live being in front of Dow Dow sometimes, don't you? It can be a struggle. Oh, yeah. Has anyone replied to me? Error. I mean, has anyone replied to like what the fuck is going on? The JSON's fine. Just fucking Dow Dow being a player. Like, I mean, well, listen, we all love Jake, but as they're going to get to a stage where we're like, Jake, like, sorry, like your UI is just fucking absolute fucking dog shit. Like, bro, no. Hold like, on. Lo- loving, loving Jake has nothing to do with a D app that wants to catch my phone on fire every time I use it. I mean, these are two different things. I, I can love Jake and not love his his code or his people's code or, or whatever. Like these these are they're separated there. But but you I can't love but you can't love Jake the way Jake loves Jake. Or the way no, Jake well, loves Dow Dow. Or the way or the way Jake loves. I mean, listen, the, we were trying to be nice the other week about when mobile crashed and we're like, oh, you know, I mean, Noah's such a nice guy, by the way. I have to say, it's one of the nicest people in crypto. Uh, but it's like, the whole Dow Dow team is really, really sweet and nice. I do oh, like okay. them, all of them. Uh, listen, we 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 giving them shit because we want them to improve. Isn't that how Rack FM work or not? Sorry, bro. I didn't that, that that that's at least how you work on me. I didn't I you were a butt plug for the industry right now? Sorry, dude. I'm, I do apologize. I thought we were here to like like to tell the truth. I mean, Finn's been calling this. For like- yeah, you. 
a long time. You, you got to break them. You got to break them down completely and then build them back up. Otherwise, you end up with Twitter code that's been legacy for the last twenty-two years <laughs> and just nothing. I don't, 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 so don't want to be legacy code. I don't want to be legacy code. code. <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. Legacy code, though. Oh, my goodness. He's killing it, isn't he? Has anybody noticed Finn's uh, PM? He's always killed it. Oh, he's one of like the most... He, he started in 2008 killing it, and he's he never one of the most, he dropped the knife. He's one of the most articulate people in the industry, and he also reckoned, like, I tell you what, if no one's gone back and listened to last Monday, Finn, I get what you're talking about now. You know, when you're in the group chat and you're talking about last Monday, the first... And you're like, what do you cats want me to do with this? Like, I now get what you're talking about. Like, dude, oh my goodness, that was right? crazy, dude. Ah, amazing. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Amazing. I'm glad people are enjoying it. <laughs> we actually had a conversation, guys, about something that like happened four days later. And nobody could have known it. But maybe us cats did. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of breaking. Are these mints working? These mints are working so smooth. I'm just so going down the list. Smooth. I assume that's what we're supposed to do, right? We go mint yeah, one you, of each. Okay. Can you yeah. treat that? Could you pin that up in the room? Because I'm about to get back in my house and I want to. Oh, come on, Sandy. Get Ooh, mint and yeah, it, looks like, it looks like the only issue anybody's having is that you it doesn't auto connect your wallet. So when you load up the Emporium, hit the launch pad, you'll have to hit the three bars on the top right and then hit connect wallet and then once you're connected you should be good to go finn's not missing out this time is he sounds like he missed out the last time he's like this time he's ready <laughs> sorry bro locked and loaded locked and loaded <laughs> fool me once shame on me but i ain't missing okay, another man like that you can pay like in like whale or more. You can pay like in what, like five five currencies? Is that right? Is so that same day, if you go up in in the nest and look at the recent recent street, that's the homepage to to the mint. Are, are you sending that to me, yes, so yes. or Mong? The one before you, the dog. Yes. Don't yes. trust Bruce. Don't trust Bruce. We don't know where he's sending your money. The shit he's been put in the nest. <laughs> I was trying to mint free badges, and now I have a bag of Pepe and a bag of Mong. I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> did you did you miss the Mesa again? Oh God! <laughs> did again? Did you hear him say again? Dude, he pulled out. He pulled out that meme as soon as I told him that I got out of Pepe at two hundred fifty mil instead of riding it all the way up to a billion like the rest of these Dgens. And then he just immediately hit me with the meme. I was like, God damn it. I am the misser now. Fuck. <laughs> Bro, did you? Bro, don't, don't miss miss. I just hit one million market cap today. I'm just saying. Did you hear did you, did you, Bruce when he told Stray like to take a cold shower the other night on, that, on Monday? And Stray like's fucking angry as fuck. And Bruce like, we'll be here when you get back. <laughs> did you hear that or not, Finn? Yeah. Finn's the only one that, like, he has as many spaces as I do, put it that way. Oh, my God. When uh, when Stray Light got offended by uh, B-Bands using their puppy. <laughs> Calm down, puppy. And he's like, I'm so angry right now. <laughs> and Bruce, like, just, bro, go and take a shower. Cold shower. We'll be here when you get back. <laughs> only Arnie. Only Arnie's dropping those. We... 
Oh, we've so, been missing the morning, haven't we? I could give you a little context to that. So I am I'm a member of a local bathhouse. It's a very, very old, very nice bathhouse. And we only use wood to heat up the sauna. And it's a unisex sauna and it, no clothes is allowed. It's weird. It's weird when we're like 10 naked people in the sauna and somebody the kicks them in with clothes Denmark. on. It's not weird. It's fucking Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking weird to be 10 people in a room and everybody's naked and then one, one person come in with clothes. And we are like 10 people going like, what the fuck are you trying to hide? But some, Roy, sometimes... are you even Scandinavian? You don't even sound Scandinavian right now. You sound like some fucking Irish dude wrapped in a towel in the middle of fucking... <laughs> He's like, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think I'm Scandinavian. Even though I can't find my documents, I can't find my birth certificate. I'm joking, man. I'm taking the piss. I'm taking I know, I know. But anyway, so sometimes in the sauna, there's tourists and people who not are used to being with the opposite gender well, naked without it being mean. sexual. <laughs> you so, mean yeah, so things, <laughs> yeah, so things changes, you know. And this is where we go, dude, you got to leave or you got to go take a shower, man. Cool down. Not appropriate. <laughs> where you been? He only gets offended when strangers come in the room. All the locals no, are like, hey, he, John. I was that tourist in Holland and in 2007, they were the same way in Holland. I was very sick. I was really congested. They were having a very cold winter. So I asked my cousin to find a place where I could go in a sauna. So she's like, yeah, okay, I found a place. But the thing is, is it's unisex, you know, it's mixed. And I'm like, okay, whatever, let me just go. And, and then I thought, okay, well, I'll just go there and just wrap a towel around me or whatever. But then I realized, everybody's naked and I'm going to stand out. So it would be so much better for me to just act normal and get naked and go sit in the sauna and, and, you know, be cool than try to like cover up and make everybody uncomfortable and stick out and just change the whole vibe. And, um, but you know what? It was really difficult, but I learned so much because first of all, I'm from Iran. So talk about, you know, being raised in separate, uh, world, but I grew up in Southern California and I also lived in Hawaii where I went skinny dipping, you know, where, you know, the beaches that I knew nobody was there. So I wasn't that hard, but then I realized that Americans have, you know, there's a lot of talk about sex, but they're very uptight. You know, you don't even see boobs in commercials. Oh, but Sandy, Sandy, it's not, yeah. it's, Sandy, it's not about that though. It's not because I went out when I was like about uh, 21 or 22. I went to a nudist beach in uh, in Greece, and that's because the, the Greeks didn't give a fuck, by the way. And honest to God, I lasted like all of like fucking f- four minutes. No, so then the minute, like I'm not gonna lie, the minute the fucking the minute me told you went hello, I just lighted a bail it, like I'd have run, like I I was gone. That was it. I went to prop like uh, is it Kavos? I Kavos in it, where the, the nudist beach is, if anyone knows. Oh, man, the, the Europeans love it, didn't they? Walking around with tits flying all over and everything. You're like, what the fuck? Like, put them in some shopping bags, please. I do I do nude bathing downtown in the local canals, man. Fishing. <laughs> 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 You know, and also the geography 
because like in Europe in the summertime, they'll go lay out naked, uh, you know, in the sun in the parks so that their body will get sunshine. You know, we don't have to do that. We get plenty of sunshine here. So I think part of it has to do with the geography and part of it has to do with their advanced understanding. And uh, I think it's more civilized to just realize, you know what? Animals don't. Yeah, but you know, yeah, and, but and when you go in a steam room, big deal. You know, it's like bathing suits, and so I got but over Dandy, Bruce, thing, Thanks to Bruce, the, said you went up people. the canal. Bruce said that he went up the canal with nothing on. I mean, I have to. I, I died and Finn left. I mean, that's how bad that one was. I, I, I nearly broke a lung and Finn left. Uh, Bruce, you, you you swim up the canal naked. I mean, bro, come on. No, no, I go, I go, I go down to the parliament. So the Danish parliament is so downtown Copenhagen is filled with canals, right? And the Danish parliament is basically surrounded by water. Bro, Bangkok, so, so what, Bangkok's so covered I, in canals. Bangkok's covered in canals, but I so you know how it is. I, bro, Bangkok's covered in canals. Never once have I said, mm, "I might fancy a fucking swim in there." I mean, and I mean, where where does the like a clothes come from? There's two questions for, isn't that? Why are you swimming in the canal and why you wear no clothes in the canal when you swim there? Can because, I- okay, so we just, it's just, it's a summer day, out with your friends, drinking a couple of beers, having fun. You're down by the water because it's always nice to be down the water. You want to jump in? So you take off your clothes? You don't got your little wife fronts on or something. You know, like your, your little small johns on or something. You no, know, no, no, because I'm gonna get up after, man, and then I'm gonna you take t- my clothes on and I'm gonna go to the drinking or something. You take your budgie smugglers off, do you? Yeah, They're of course, a- man. They're gonna like anywhere, dude. You, you can put clothes on after you've been in your budgies. Like, if you've been having a swim in your budgies, you can put your clothes on and be normal. Like, you gonna take the pants off just because they're gonna get wet, nah? Yeah, yeah, of course, man. It's bro. It then like that's not unusual. And you're swimming past the parliament. I, I yeah, I, I jump off right next to the parliament. Holy fuck! I bet, I bet, like where you live, if you had like Thailand's weather, it would be the most amazing place in the world. Every single <laughs> like, like yeah, it would. I'm thinking about jumping in the canal in Denmark, even in like the middle of the fucking summer, and I'm like, mm, probably not. Uh, dude, how high do your temperatures get in the height of summer? Mm, about like 25 degrees is a really, really hot day. Fucking hell. I mean, we can get to like uh, 29, 30, 31 in, like in England uh, before it like, starts pumping like proper hot. Like, But then it's a fucking little island. There's no humidity. It's like, it's like people cry back home about 31. I'm like, bro, fuck off. Yeah, 31 is hard for Danes to handle. Bro, you know, I was talking about uh, the heat here lately. I mean, it's been sending me insane. To the point, guys, this is knee bullshit. The heat has been that bad here that I've been uh, preferring to try it when I can, obviously with work and stuff, to try to sleep through the day. Uh, and like stay awake at night, and I'm lucky my dogs can like accommodate me, or they just like to sleep fucking twenty hours a day anyway. Those lazy cunts right now. But literally, um, I'm kind of like I'd prefer eight hours at night than than eight hours in the middle of the day because it is fucking. I've lived through real crazy like heat situations. So once I was in uh, Melbourne. Uh, it would have been late. Uh, t- sorry, it would have been uh, around. Uh, 
around about August, yeah, yeah, yeah July, August, uh, 20, uh, 2008. And that they'd already had this like massive like sandstorm that like fucked up the like the air, like the the the, the sky and everything was like pink and shit for days, right? We were living in this like I was like probably like living in Mad Max times. It comes down actually, believe it or not, from the Mad Max desert where where the film did it brushes down from the bottom of what they call the uh, the Great Dividing Range. So if you look at Australia and if you look at the East Coast. You'll see the Great Dividing Range, how it keeps the hot desert air from the coastal areas, right? And that's why like 70-odd percent of Australians live in that particular like area. It's because it's like quite protected. But bro, I was in this spot, right? I was in Melbourne, living in a fucking hostel, shared like room. I think there was like uh, 12 beds or something in the room, like uh, six bunks, mm, 12 beds. Uh... And we'd been working so hard in this like oil, uh, lubricant oil, like car, car lubricant oil fucking manufacturing thing, like for the valves. If anybody knows when you go from uh, petrol to LPG gas. So like the difference between using a liquid and using a gas means there's no lubrication. So when you do this shit, you have to have these like injectors and this like oil shit that goes in. It's a very special kind of oil. We used to work in this factory packing this shit day in fucking day out bro while we're like buying the van and shit and saving up yeah and man we hit this like period i think it was like four days and it, it basically got that hot that it broke the electricity like it fucked up like dude the electricity like they had like fixed like electric you know the big fucking power generator shit and like like it actually fucked melted shit like dude i was like what so we had like knee electric for like two days or something. But I think if I remember rightly, and you can go and fact check me, this is like all online, the photos of the clouds and everything's all online. Like these dust clouds, pink dust clouds coming in. I think we had like a over 44 degrees constantly for like four to five days solid. And like two of those days, we had no electric. I tell you what, Bruce, it's got to be one of the most like brutal fucking moments of my life like we were we were ho like hovered around uh, fans on hooked up the generators and shit man it was ridiculous like the generators had fucking run out after a couple of days man it was i'll never have to go through that but right now this is what talent feels like brother like i cannot begin to tell you it's the worst worst uh change from the cool season to the hot before the wet I've experienced in 11 years. There you go. 11 years, dude. And before I used to like run around doing like shit, like what, 12, 18 hours a fucking day, like as a teacher. And now I do nothing but like before, I still shit loads, fully dressed, suit, blah, blah, shirt, tie. Bro, this is like so global warming. Maybe, maybe I stopped needed, like, I probably stopped needed, like seeing that global warming is shit. And I might need to accept that, like, fucking hell. There is a change happening, actually. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's there's many ways to change the weather, right? And governments has made it. They have been doing it for many, many, many years. Oh, apparently, now, I... apparently now they can change the weather with tax. I mean, that's the best thing about the Bruce, isn't it? Like, mankind hasn't been able to change weather for fucking how many millions or billions of years. But hey, if you pay your taxes, we can, right? Yeah, yeah. When you look at the, or when I look at sun, 
the sun's cycles and yeah i don't want to get into that but i think it's going to go the other way with the temperatures on a global scale during the what next do you mean? what do you mean yes what do you mean you don't want to get into it we're killing time waiting for the raccoon devs because they're fucking either put shit code out or they're enjoying their uh they're enjoying the spoils of war right <laughs> I think those two guys, gonna, when they're done tonight, they're going to go man. out. They're going to have a beer for seven. I know where they are, man. Come on. Been interviewing them for like the best part of a year now. Yeah. Good guys, man. You're not going to find fucking people like them anywhere. Dude, I still very, say that very one, unique. I, I still say that one of the greatest spaces you'll ever hear, and it's on the Rack FM channel on Spotify or wherever you want to go. I think it's like the first, like, uh, no, no, he did the board meeting first, Finn. He's like, okay, I'll use these. I'm not going to use before then. But the EMA with Mo, literally like me and Mo, like 45 minutes or something. Just like every question possible and then bang, audience open like like that. If you didn't get to know the devs and like Mo and us and, and that EMA, that, that's such a good like place to go back and just be like, okay. I think it's like if you go on the Rack FM channel that Finn will put out all the time. It's like the, not the first, I think it's the second one, right? It's like a three-parter, yeah? You remember that one? Yeah, yeah, that's a long time ago, man. But not many questions as honest as that, though, at the time. Like, like literally, there was no rehearsal. There was no pre-screening. This is what I mean. These were our devs, right? And they wouldn't say, like, oh, pre-screen, we want a pre-screen interview, blah, blah. And then we get, like, Say Network, Saga Network, Noble coming in, wanting to pre-screen us. Bro, fuck off. You're embarrassing yourself. Like, literally, like, like look at our back catalog. I have, like, 90 fucking four videos or what, uh, 94 podcasts or whatever it is. Just go back and look at the back catalog. Like, why are you going to even, like, it's 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 Bruce. How cringe is it when these like projects want like pre-screen you and like oh my god, bro. Like okay, I don't know. Maybe I'm very unprofessional. Now I'm gonna tell you how I do it. So many times the projects want to like talk in Telegram, which is fine. I don't care. I don't check it that often, but I go in there and we like agree on a date. And when I have the time and date agreed and confirmed i forget about it until that day right and then maybe two days later open up the telegram chat and they have asked all these different questions about it, all this and it's okay people are allowed to do it right but i don't respond to it because like we made the agreement we're going to meet on this day uh there you go right, yeah yeah but uh okay from my experience and obviously i've been like bringing guests on for like well over a year now uh, way back to like before Sisler and Jack Zamplin and all them, right? That when after the Juno halt, uh, there's two types of guests, right? That's it, two types. And I don't want to study your type, but there are the people that will go, Yeah, bro, fuck, let's go. That's it. Honestly, uh, you'll get that much communication from them. And like, Well, bro, what about this day? And like, Nah, nah, we're fine. Like, like, there's teams out there that are so like kind of like mobile flexible adaptable uh you know pliable right from from our perspective as like interviewers kind of thing and then there are these people that just bring baggage 
Now, I've heard about these like A-list celebs like mm-hmm. who are like really hard to deal with. There are like A-list celebrities in the world that like, loads of people just don't want to deal with, whether that be like concert producers or record labels or what, blah, blah. Like the people's like reputation of this, like the way they think they are, bro, come on. Come on, be grounded. Nah. That's why I wanted Sonny on. I mean, we've got Shane on. Fucking class. Absolute class in a glass was Shane from Stars. Like, I, shout out if you want to come on, Sonny, man. Honestly, like, like we're not cunty, you know, Sonny. You just know we're going to ask you the right kinds of questions, really. The, the questions that other people don't ask, right? Isn't this the truth, Bruce? I oh, think it is the truth. We, we, ask, we just ask questions, right? Whatever we feel is the right question. And we don't do that much prepping either. Like, like what I do, I read about the history of the project and what they're doing right now and a little about the different products they have. That's basically it. And then just bro, try to have a real and authentic conversation about the important bro, matters. You're not going to bring, you're not going to bring someone like, say, like Sonny on a rack FM and say, oh, can you tell us like a little bit about yourself and your project? No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. Not not I do, I do uh, that for my purpose. So yeah. I have something to bounce up, not to talk about, right? Yeah, but you know what I mean? I mean, you wouldn't bring someone on like Sonny or Shane or any of these big players and say, well, do you want to introduce yourself? Or like that. Every, like, you expect your fucking audience to already know these people and all about them. You need to be kicking into like the proper real like, conversations, man. That's uh, absolutely. Or, or I, what I also like, and I think that's valuable, if I can find some personal information on the guest, right? That is funny or special or something that they haven't shared, but that isn't like outing them in any way. For example, with uh, with Brian and his history as a hacker or stuff like that, right? That's interesting, and that's something that they normally wouldn't bring up in conversation. No, well, uh, yeah, but the the best conversations, and I'm gonna say this right here and fucking right now. The best conversations are when people like a dead road, uh, dead right, dead right though from Kojira. How like he can drop in like when uh, he, and he came in and listened to the Straylight one, and then Straylight goes to us and he's like, "Oh well, lad." Literally, when you get these devs and these you know L one BD managers or whatever, right, coming in, and they're like, "All right, lads," like they're coming in, they want the crack, and they're like, "That's." What Rag FM is. That's what we want. That's why I've been trying to get Mustafa on, right? From Celestia for a fucking... <laughs> sorry, over a year now. Sorry, guys, by the way, that was fucking ignorant. I, I do apologize. I couldn't keep it in. We've been trying to get, like, Mustafa on, like, uh, from Celestia. And I was talking to Sefi and OXAs about him the other night, about, like, this guy, like, just hacking the uh, U.S. military uh, in Iraq. Like after the invasion, and and you know something, he's tried to like talk about this like two or three times, like on a proper like proper Celestia space, right? And I noticed that they shut them down. Like it's kind of you feel with uh, Mustafa a little bit that it's just like MK Ultra, but like I'm only exaggerating there. I'm like making an example of like using something like MK, MK Ultra to like make an example of what I'm talking about. But they shepherd him. To kind of control them, 
And that's probably why they haven't like let him on our show and let him loose, let him live, is because like I've got twenty fucking questions for Mustafa that no one's ever asked him before. And I mean, Bruce, what about Erterman when he came on the other night, right? From Lavender and Secret, yeah. Like Emilia hadn't been in touch, like none of us knew that was going on. Right? No preparation. Zzz, nothing. Zilch. And that was unrecorded, so we can't back this up with evidence. But Dude, we put ah ah ah, particularly pulled out like the interview of like the week, like bang, he's there. Your man, wake up, you know, get the bit about your project or you know, wasn't like that. That's not the fucking shit we do, man. You need to push limits. Can we get Brasco in the room, dudes? I feel like I'm. Uh, well, where's our speakers gone? Sandy, I hope I'm not doing your By head in, way. darling. Now. No, I, I was listening to everything, and if you look up in the nest, you'll see I made a little video of um, this morning. No, my my morning is incredible. I'm enjoying the great conversation, global conversation. I'm learning stuff, and I like Emporium. This is really cool. So I minted these NFTs, and I'm I'm, I'm just kind of new to this. By the way, uh, just a comment is when you do go to this site it does not automatically prompt you for your wallet. So you have to actually go and want to go to the top right and connect your wallet. And, um, and then when I go to my assets, so my, oh, my collections. Okay, there it is. All collections. And uh, okay, so when I go to uh, collections, those are all my collections, right? Is that right? So when I go to that, Am I getting wrecked here or what? Maybe I couldn't hear you. Can you hear me? I hear you. But nice video, Sandy. I can multitask. Thank you. Holy moly. Honest God, I'm getting rugged so bad. Uh, Sandy, Bruce, can you hear me or not? I hear you. We got you now. Uh, guys, like literally, Sandy went great global conversation and then Twitter just crashed for me and I'm like, like now, I, I'm going to take a, a screenshot. Wait a minute to show, to show you guys, right? There's only me in the space right now, and it keeps telling me that, like, Bruce is the co-host, you know, that one. Sandy, great global conversation, though. You, you piqued my interest there, right? Because um, P-I-Q, uh, P-I-Q, by the way, guys. Uh, Sandy, not many people uh, talk about that. So you must be either an SAT teacher or you've had to do the test yourself or you've helped kids before, like, where where does the expression great global conversation come from, Sandy? What you said there? Well, because we're global. Look at us. We're all on different continents. And but yet we have the same issues in common. You know, we, we love dogs. Uh, you know, we've been affected by COVID in the same way, many of us, the the hardships we've been through. And so it is a global conversation. It's just happening in English. But really, you know, this is Iranian, Australian, European. Uh, probably Latin America is here too. And, uh, you know, so this is really cool. And um, can I ask a question about the Emporium? I'm trying to figure out. So I minted two NFTs. Sorry to get off topic to the actual what we're doing in the space, but like I minted two NFTs, but where do I see them? Where are they? It tells, it shows me how much Chihuahua I have, but it says we're having connection issues too. So I don't know if you can hear me.
principle in like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up the bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny community uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking West Side shit, needle and noose. Sticking with my armory, Yam, Beto, and Bruce. Repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth. Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, the shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit coin Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.